0: The Big Ten, where dreams make common core math allow 10 to equal 14.
1: The University
0: of Illinois,
1: it could have been the champagne, the champagne. It could have been the cocaine, the cocaine.
2: Come to Illinois. The University of Illinois, when you don't want to be in Chicago, but you end up in Chicago.
3: University of Illinois, where your football career comes to die, just like Lovey Smith's career.
0: The University of Illinois. Proud home to Al Capone. I mean fuck not Al Capone. Wait, can we re-record this?
3: I ain't that cool a little fucked in the head. They'll be hate.
0: Hello and welcome to Plaster Negotiations, where none of the debates are legally binding. I'm your host, Mike Stoats, and this week's Cold Open is brought to you by Common Core Math, although not officially the University of Illinois. Although we're giving them free advertising there, so that's kind of nice. So, on Plaster Negotiations, we obviously drink a lot, we talk a little bit about sports, we talk a lot more about petty and felony-like crimes, and this week's panel is kind of huge, and one of them's already doing a punishment. We have back, as usual, Big Zoe. We also have Ryan Benner on the show, the Dragon Wrangler, Jeremy Phelps himself. We also have J. Edgar Cade Wilemon and back from the dead, Pat Lopez is back. He is here. He is throwing up some devil horns. It's perfect. It's Ugh. really perfect. And this week, we also have a special guest from Big Zoe and El Cabra Sports Talk. Cabra himself, Pat Maestas. Welcome to the show, big guy. Thank you for having me. I'm humbled. Uh, you, you shouldn't be. We're just going to get hammered, so it's going to be great. <laughs> I meant to say hammered. (laughs) Ah, yes. There we go. There we go. We're catching on the lingo.
4: Humbly
3: hammered.
0: Oh, Jesus Christ. Well, beforehand, you know, we usually start with opening statements, but beforehand, Benner just decided he wanted to go to another dimension today. So previously on the show, we've mentioned this thing that basically Benner and I came up with, which was uh, a redo of the four horsemen. So it's not like (laughs) I had Jack Daniels once and then I had like Captain Morgan on so bad. And we made it actually the good. Well, not the good stuff, the absolute shittiest of the shitty. And so because we didn't want to die, um, Benner and I are going to split it in half. Um, so Benner's gonna be taking down. Well, Benner, tell him what your uh shots are if you can, because he started early, we'll put it that way. Well, um, uh, I do have two shots, like uh Stotzi has
3: said. The first one is uh Red Eye Louis uh vodka which is just a horrible combination Um, but we are here the second shot that I will be doing at the end is Emerald Springs Grain Alcohol Everclear
0: oh yeah the bottle's worth more than the contents
3: the bottle itself is it says it's 190 proof and it literally literally says keep away from heat and flames
0: yeah (laughs) Yeah. Keep away from heat and flames. Yes. Yes. So, so uh, Benner will be doing the vodka first, and then I'm going to double up on shots with, uh, oh faithful Jepson's Malord at first, and then followed by Fernette. So honestly, it's <coughs> going to be awful. So while we're doing this, mm-hmm. Bigzo already went ahead and did his, um, oh my God, <laughs> that bitch.
4: Tiger King!
0: <laughs> Tiger King just that showed bitch up. Comes. Carol Baskins! Screen, I'm so sorry. I can't even... That keep that. Oh, Carol Baskins. All right, so while Benner and I kill ourselves with this, Big you're Zoe, basket. go ahead, take it away. You already said you're going over the two-minute timer, but we'll do it just for fun. Anyways, Big Zo, opening statement. Go ahead and start with you. All right, all right. So I have this close friend, really
2: close friend. His name is Turkey Zoe. okay? Oh God. His name is Turkey Zoe, And Turkey Zoe was a little pissed. He wanted to come on and rant. So I looked around, I snuck him in here. My wife would probably not be happy if she knew I had a live turkey in the house. But hey, just shut the fuck up for now, all right? Turkey Zoe, so please tell us, what has you so upset? You know, and like, has anyone ever told you you look like a fucking flamingo? Fuck you, I'm a turkey. All right, just, just saying, all right? And I eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast. You eat <laughs> pieces of shit for breakfast? What, no, fuck you. It's about time Turkey's had a voice. Dude, you have the mic. Let's just fucking talk. Gobble, gobble, fucker, and shut the fuck up. What's the you obsession with eating us for Thanksgiving? What the fuck is your problem? Couldn't find enough roadkill to make a delicious meal out of? Always bitching about bad drivers and accidents and such, but no roadkill? <laughs> I call bullshit, here's what I think. Y'all talk about your guns and oh, we love to go hunting, kill us some bears, deer, whatever come our way. And then you choose to eat us, fucking turkeys for Thanksgiving. What, you couldn't find easier animal to kill? Couple, couple motherfuckers. Fuck you and your both birds, Bigzo. All right, hey bro, 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 Right? I thought we were cool, man, I get it, all you right, right? You're, you're not happy about us eating your kin. Now, you know I, I wouldn't be happy if animals ate us for a holiday either okay but keep in mind animals do kill and eat us lion bears whatever they'll kill and eat us and you know come to think of it you know fucking turkey zoe i didn't hear a peep from you sticking up for us from your fellow animals not a peep so turkey zoe fuck you and your fellow turkey say it to my face Fuck turkey zoe, you little bitch. What's more, even though my Thanksgiving this year will consist of prime rib and ham, because you know what? I actually wanted to save a turkey. I wanted to save one, okay? But now fuck it. I fucking love eating turkey for Thanksgiving. How's that? How's that, huh? How's that, turkey zoe? Matter of fact, what I'm going to do is I'm going to eat prime rib and ham for Thanksgiving tomorrow and save your stupid ass for next year Thanksgiving feast. So with all due respect or disrespect, I don't give a fuck. Well, you should. You should. Hey, have you think seen thanks killing fuck that noise turkey zoe and fuck the hell off we are going to enjoy thanksgiving turkey feast so turkey zoe and all motherfucking turkeys shut the fuck up and gobble fucking gobble
0: that was that was quite an adventure like an emotional roller coaster of sorts i mean i went from thanks killing to, like, with your voice, it sounded like uh, Conky from Trailer Park Boys, if you're familiar with Fuck that you. Exactly. Fuck you! Oh, God, that is Fuck haunting. You. That is haunting. All right, thanks for that, Uh Big Zoe. And... I need
5: some bleach for my eyes and ears to forget <laughs> that just happened.
0: Yeah. Oh. This,
5: this Everclear that I'll take here in a second will probably oh, yeah. help me.
0: Yeah.
6: Y'all know <laughs> this is the second time I've heard it, right? Alonzo oh, did a man. run-through. Yeah, yeah yeah i, I, can sure you,
7: I just want to know can you play russian roulette with the semi-automatic
0: because that's what i'm about to do for that
7: <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh, <Jesus. laughs>
0: all right let's yeah, move nice on to, to, to let's I, move I, on I, I owe to. owe you
2: a shot right or yes like
0: yeah you owe us 10. two after that so one, one for you and one for conky so uh, fuck you turkey zoe yeah, there you, go. There while you we, go.
3: While we wait, we're updating. I've taken my
0: vodka shot, so, so have you done your two? I have done my two. I did them back-to-back, back and I did not vomit. So Okay,
3: well then, here comes the Emerald Springs.
0: <laughs> Ugh. Jesus. Oh. Jesus. All right, while he's doing that, Wrangler, go ahead. Take it away. Two minutes on the timer.
1: Before I go into my two minutes, because I was ready to go, i got to go ahead and memorize myself real quick here, so... uh what fuck? Abolish slavery, boys! Up, boys.
2: <laughs> abolish slavery.
0: <laughs> for the fans at home, uh, Jeremy just went totally uh, frat bro. Abolish slavery. Abraham Lincoln shirt, but go right for it, man.
1: So it actually ties in pretty well into my two-minute statement here because it involves Zach Wilson's mom. So, um, you know, shout out to Robert Sala. Um, you know, I really applaud the guy for benching Zach Wilson this week and. You know, having coached the college level, working with high school kids now, the hardest thing to get a young person to do is take accountability, right? And the hardest thing, especially in today's society, to get somebody to do is get them to say, you know what, that's on me. So the fact that after a 10-3 loss to the Patriots, where Wilson had, I believe, three picks, uh, he won't take accountability for that loss. Um, Kudos to Robert Sala for benching him now. Where I'm going with this is Lisa Wilson, Zach's mom, seemed like a very nice lady. If you want to come on to the show, we'd love to have a great conversation with you. Lovely conversation, probably buy you a nice seafood dinner. The cast here might even call you again. But I have a feeling that you probably getting what you've wanted your entire life has probably babied Zach Wilson his entire life. And as a result, he's never had to get anything himself. He had a fucking private quarterback coach before he was even in college, and that got him to BYU. So where I'm going with this, and point of all this being, right, is that Robert Sala actually is doing the right thing. Lose, and, you know, it's not like he's benching him for an all-star quarterback, but at the same time, it's not like Zach Wilson's a great one either. The fact that they're 6-4 right now on the, the verge of a playoff spot, despite the fact that, I mean, really you have three quarterbacks, all of whom are dog shit at this point. Kudos to Robert Sala for saying, you know what, I know the team's about to revolt because Zach Wilson can't just say, that's on me. And, uh, you know, kudos to him. Truly, really my opening statement right
0: there. Awesome. Good stuff. Good stuff. And now back from the dead, Pat Lopez. I'm very excited to hear your opening statement. It's been a while, buddy. Welcome back.
5: <laughs> Zombie. <laughs>
4: <Yeah>. <laughs> it's,
5: been, it's been a bit, yeah. Uh, been a little busy, tied up, doing other things.
4: That's okay. First
5: off, shout out to Phelpsy for... You know, talking about the milkshake aficionado, Mr. Zach Wilson, the Cougar's <laughs> Cougar. <laughs> the Cougar's sure. Cougar. Anyway, uh, so uh, my opening, uh, I had a lot of stuff to talk about. I'm going to talk about the U.S. World Cup performance and leaving Gio Reyna on the bench. And I think that's going to come back and kill us, probably, hopefully not. Um, and a tale of two halves. So first half. Dominant, what we expected to see from this team. Um, and this is, no doubt about it, the most talented squad we have ever sent to a World Cup in history. Um, and they played one half of football to show it and another half to show that they were still the young, wet behind the ears folks that they we feared they might be. So let's see what comes of that. But I fear that leaving Gio Reyna on the bench and not bringing in our boy, um, what's his name, Zoe? Uh, Roldan. Roldan. Those two things, leaving Roldan and Reyna on the bench are going to be the things that bury us. um, And I'm rather upset about that. But uh, that's that's my open. Hopefully we can rally. And rallying against England, I did some research on uh, U.S. versus England. We've actually never lost to them in a world cup. We tied a game back in 1960. No, we beat them in 1960, which was until that time, quite possibly the biggest upset in world cup history. Cause you got to understand we were playing against pros and we were basically a bunch of like somewhat college, maybe some experienced guys that we just sent off to the world cup. Cause we didn't give a shit about soccer back then. Um, and then we tied them in 2010. When was that? Commodore
6: in will know. South Africa. Yeah. Yeah. So, to tie it up. Yeah.
5: yeah. So we'll see what happens. And that's my open. Sweet. Drink that tea, bitch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. He ain't on this plane of existence. Excellent.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I love it. I love it. It's going to be a long night. All right. J. Edgar Cade, while i two minutes on the clock, tell him something.
7: I also want to add to that, that we may have never lost them in a World Cup match, but we've also bailed them out of two World Wars, so suck it, (laughs) man. That's to you too, Ryan. Fuck you. Anyways, um, my topic is not going to be as much, it's not very deep, it's not very sports related, but it is money related. Uh, I think by now everybody knows that Avatar 2 is coming out, and a report has been published For this movie to break even is $2 billion. Wow. To break even. We're not even talking about profit. We know how good the first one was. And I'll admit, the movie is a pretty good telling story. Yada, yada, yada. We know how much money it made the first time. But for it to make $2 billion for it to break even, kiss my ass. No, not going to happen. I'm going to say this movie is going to flunk. That's my topic for this morning or this evening but this is going to be a shit show.
5: They're going to recoup costs by re-releasing it every few years to theaters. Mm-hmm. We know this, right? Or the oh, or, yeah. Or, or, extended Yeah. They can sell it to FIFA. Yeah. And <laughs> to FIFA. Yeah. Oh, FIFA.
6: yeah.
4: yeah.
1: <laughs> in- they in- could just trade <laughs> it for the surplus of beer left over in Qatar right now. They could probably sell that beer for $2 billion. <laughs>
4: Yeah. yeah.
3: Barely anyone goes sees this fucking movie just so you can hurt the ego of mediocre director James Cameron, and he is a mediocre ass fucking director. Yeah, still
1: exists.
6: Titanic, come Hmm? on. Fuck Titanic, bro. The only decent (laughs) thing he's did. I got fucked watching Titanic. It was great. (laughs) 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 Loved it. The movie and me. All right. Fuck people in the ass ass. with (laughs) the rental of the Titanic underneath Uh, the ball. All (laughs) right. I I guess at least
7: story of El Cobra,
6: at least somebody had a
3: happy ending. <laughs> it was the best two minutes of her life. I mean. Hey, <laughs> yeah. Woo. Got him. Oh, look. All I'm saying is the only decent thing James Cameron has fucking made was Terminator 2. And that was it. Not Terminator 1? I don't know, man. I, I really did not like, I mean, okay. For real, though, like, why did we have to get a close-up of Arnold Schwarzenegger's junk in the first five minutes of the first Terminator?
1: Why not? It's for context, <laughs> Benner.
0: It gets the people going.
1: Us 80s babies might have wanted to see that. Maybe we were curious. That. Look <laughs>
2: at this baby's
0: arm. He's a robot.
4: Yeah.
1: Baby's if I was going to build a robot, I'd give him a baby's arm.
2: They were trying to prove he wasn't a toys anymore. So they were trying to show that his shit was hanging. That
1: balls <laughs> existed. <Yeah>. They were outside of
2: his body. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: That's it. Hey, example. he has
2: testicles. He's, he's off the deck. We're good.
0: All right, sweet, sweet. All right, Cabra,
6: go ahead, do your opening statement. No time limit for guests, as always. So Mitch. a bit of a rant. So um, this morning I was watching the game, the Japan-Germany game. My wife's Japanese. I spent time in Japan. So Japan is my, uh, my third country when I follow soccer, USA, Mexico, and Japan. So my wife and I are watching the game, and, and when they score their first goal, I take a video. We're scoring. I know I, I sent it to my brother, Alonzo. Uh, I, 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 yeah, I'm happy. It's, I mean, after Mexico and the USA tied, it's, it's a great feeling, beating, you know, going up against the Krauts. And then Japan scores a second goal. Beautiful goal, guys. Go to YouTube. Check it out. The guy runs up in his face and kicks the ball and says, fuck you, right into the corner. Like in another corner, like a strange angle. I take a video it on my Facebook my my uh, my Instagram um, I'm just excited my wife is happy I put it on I put both of these on Twitter I still have a Twitter because I go there just to read football so soccer stuff there's nothing political at all I, I'm like I'm not gonna an hour ago I I, I checked my Twitter it, it got pulled for copyright infringement I sent that right oh. now a text I, I know you guys can't see it but you got it got pulled for copyright so I checked my email some guy named Jonathan Schmitz from FIFA. He requested it. There's a list of like 50 Twitter users. Please remove this for, for FIFA copyright infringement. Dude, my
2: my YouTube from yesterday got removed
6: for the video that you showed
2: for for the for the 16 second clip. FIFA,
6: fuck FIFA. I I I I I. It's a video, not even of the the score. My wife is celebrating the camera pans to the TV and the the Japanese players are hugging each other. I do not show the goal at all. And they pulled it. And so I I, I went on Twitter and I went on a rant. Fuck FIFA, fuck Jonathan Schmitz, whatever. But then I went on Gmail to my email can you please remove the copyright? <laughs> <laughs> it's, just a video. Yeah. It's, just, it's just a video. But, my, I mean, my wife doesn't know. She doesn't care. But very soon it might be pulled from my Insta and my Facebook. But that's my rant. I'm like, fuck FIFA. But I'm going to mm-hmm. watch their games, you know? So See, at least
2: be lets you post up to 30 seconds and then and then they remove your shit. FIFA's like, oh, eight seconds worth?
6: Fuck you, fuck no, you, FIFA. Al- Alonso, you watched the video? I yeah, I did. Guys, right, and, and yep. everybody, Alonso, it's the cameras panning. The Japanese players are hugging, and then they 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 pan back. I'm screaming like crazy. My wife is happy, and my daughter, my dog's barking, and I get pulled. But I put two videos up. Only the first one gets taken down, which means very soon my second one. Will yep. be taken down. <laughs> it's coming. Yeah, that. that's my rant, guys. on I me mean, actually, I was really pissed, but hearing all y'all stories, you guys all made me laugh. Thank you. Salud, you man. should. Salud. You should
3: repost it a third time, and on that third time, just put the caption "Fuck you, FIFA." I'll buy you. A, <laughs> I'll
2: buy you a cigar. <laughs> hashtag, hashtag
3: fuck FIFA. There
2: you go. Fuck FIFA Ryan, in the ass with
5: a rainbow horse cock dildo. Up. <laughs> with with the rainbow dildo. Rainbow horse cock dildo in the ass for FIFA. Hell yeah! And,
6: and, in Qatar.
5: In Qatar. <laughs> oh yes, so they can get arrested for sodomy.
6: You know, big credit yeah. to the Germans. they are like, we got they. You know, they for the day, they took their photo. They took their photo like this because FIFA didn't let them wear their armband. They're like, all right, you you silence us, and they did this. I'm like, that's one way to flip off FIFA. FIFA, fuck is... them.
4: Fuck Here fuck we are them, watching.
6: Dudes. At least I am watching. I'm gonna wake up tomorrow morning and keep watching all the way through December 18th. My my two minutes are are, almost, are over. I'm sure. Oh, you're fine. Everybody, I'm scheduled to fly to visit albuquerque alonso and pat lopez december i bought tickets for december 18th one minute later i realized the world cup final is december 18th so i switched the flights to december 17th and had to pay like 80 bucks more
2: Pat, <laughs> you're coming to my house that that night morning and we're gonna get i changed
6: bro. my flight because i will not miss the world cup final i will not be in the southwest airplane trying to watch on my phone
0: yeah, really that that ain't even worth the free Wi Fi that everybody else will be watching on, <laughs> you know. And then everybody will be like, "Oh yes," but you can't even move your arm because it's in a fucking airplane. And then some, you know, <laughs> aer- uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the airplane hostess, and then you're, you know, in federal prison, and nobody's happy. So yeah, they can
6: make it. this
2: podcast. Yeah, I mean, yeah. besides, you know, the guy named, you know,
0: Big Butch, he's happy if you're in a federal prison. We gotta
6: put Butch Big Butch on the podcast in the future, Bubba.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let let me get right on that. I will get right on that. <laughs> Thanks, Cobra. And Thank God, please, please keep that background up the whole time. It is not distracting <laughs> whatsoever. Oh, man, that bitch. All right. Bitch. <laughs> All right. So, my opening statement thingamajig. Maybe I'm just getting too big for my britches. Um, but to follow up with some of the uh, World Cup talk, uh, the uh, refereeing crew um with uh i believe head referee and i'm gonna missay say this and i sort of apologize abdul rahman al jassim and your crew um you have a week to come fight me after the way you fucked the united states the other day that was bad you know what give them give them to the world cup because they're busy right now (laughs) Okay, you have a week to buy me a ticket to go to Qatar to beat your asses. (laughs) All right. This is on you.
1: 75000 pounds worth of Budweiser.
0: Uh, Yeah, that actually goes to the winners of the whole FIFA thing now. But anyways, um, yeah, that was atrocious. Just watching as an uninformed fan. Well, a semi-informed fan, I guess, is okay there. But man. What a shit show. I mean, did you have you guys watched like anything beyond YMCA soccer or football before? Because it really didn't look like it then. All right. What, what, what was if that? are gonna two yellow cards between 15 minutes? Uh yeah, it, it was four yeah, yellow it, it cards like... in the
3: whole first half total. Yeah. What the fuck?
0: Yeah, it was insane. And then like you watch a game like eight, today, yeah. like uh Canada, um Canada Belgium. And it's like Canada comes out and off ball is just like, "What man? You want to go? I hate my dad. I'll fight you." And it's like, "What? What the hell is going on?" And it's all over the fuck place. So FIFA, clean up your shit, especially with the refs and with that. remand the rest of my time.
4: So <laughs> Look at you should. Benner,
0: <laughs> Benner is. Benner, <laughs> Benner, we need you back. <laughs>
6: you, you need to. He drank Everclear. Fuck! And, Come, and, back. And
0: he's, Come back,
6: and he's a little. I did that one time trying to impress a girl. She was not impressed, and oh, she yeah. went with, she went home with some other guy. Alonzo was at that party.
4: Oh, no.
0: <laughs> Alonzo, you got to help your boy out. Come on!
4: I was Come too on. busy laughing.
0: Yeah, I'm sure you were. All right, Ben are you back from whatever dimension you were just in? <laughs>
5: Oh, Drink, everything, everything! Drinking a Molotov, basically. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Everything's kicked in at one time.
0: Perfect. <laughs> then this is your, the best time for you to give your opening statement and introduce <clears throat> us into our rebuttal period. Talk. Oh, I will.
1: Moderate no levels of confidence in you here, buddy.
3: <laughs> oh, all right. Well, I'm probably going to go over two minutes, and if I do. I do have another drink that I will be taking. It is comes (laughs) it comes again from the Mist Mountain (laughs) Distillery with their outlaw whiskey. So free advertisement.
0: (laughs) You've already gone fifteen seconds. Let's get to it.
3: I'm doing this on purpose. Um, So I have two topics. (laughs) The first one is um, if so, if in the future, if any of these challenges for fights end up happening, we. Must do it here in my state of Texas. The reason being is I discovered a, a law today that is legal here in this big, in, you know, the Lone Star State, and that is mutual combat. It is legal in the state of Texas that you can challenge someone to a fight. And if they accept it, all you have to do is go to a police officer and say, hey, mutual combat. And they're like, all right, just, just watch traffic. So,
1: <laughs> wow! Just, just wow. assuming it's in the street, or like you're like this is so crazy. The they're like, oh, okay, I'll leave the library. I'll go watch the traffic.
4: <laughs> High
5: noon, motherfuckers. Yeah, so, the ne- <laughs> so the next time. Next time
3: you're in Texas and you go to the grocery store and someone takes that, com- that, that, that kumquat that you really wanted, you can challenge them to mutual combat. All you have to do is just go outside to the cop that's ma- being security at that grocery store, say mutual combat, and y'all fuckers can fight it out.
0: And then that <laughs> I have one question. stop traffic from
1: inside
2: the grocery store so you can fight.
3: <laughs> the second, the second Andrew, topic, your
2: second thing. you're about to run out of time.
3: I don't give a shit. <laughs> the second topic is I have come across what may be the greatest foreign film in the history of Earth. And that is uh, called is a 2017 action, action sci-fi film called Guardians or Yashkinetsky, as the Russians call it. This is the Russian version of the Avengers, and just to kind of give you an idea of how insane this movie is. It was four superheroes that, whose powers are based on the various nations of the former Soviet Union taking on a crazy scientist that just wants to have robots rule the world. No plot to it. No major plot sources whatsoever. The four heroes, one included an incredibly sp- strong bear man. Yes, that is half man, half bear, with a minigun. The second one was an assassin with super speed that wielded two very large and very sharp sickles. The second one was a man that could control only earth and stone. Nothing else. The fourth was a woman that had the ability to, go, to turn invisible, but only underwater. Don't know where the fuck that's going to play into, but you can turn invisible underwater. <laughs> all, in all, this, all in all, this entire movie takes place in Moscow as these giant robots invade and destroy the Kremlin. And it ends with, you know, and it ends with one that I feel like would be the greatest moment in cinematic history is that the Guardians realize they all have Soviet Union energy and they combine it by touching each other in a group circle, releasing their Soviet energy to destroy the robots. This is the greatest movie in foreign film history. That is a literal circle jerk. Circle <laughs> jerk, Comrade.
1: It,
0: it literally it is. is. So, Group
1: hugs in the showers tonight. All hands uh, oh. together in a circle communism.
5: Bukaki Voltron, let's go. <laughs>
7: <laughs> <laughs> all I'm thinking of is uh, what's the name off of uh,
3: Longest Shara? Group hugs in the showers tonight.
0: <laughs> oh, yes. What is, comrade we, we
3: we defeated capitalism group hug in the social showers tonight Yay! <laughs> let's water ben, you, yay. You, didn't,
1: ben, you didn't specify this is a documentary
3: <laughs> Depen- i mean with how much references there was to the ussr in a 2017 film coming out of moscow i'm pretty sure this was a documentary
0: Oh, man. And so Benner shared this magical thing with us before, which is why you didn't hear as many like, oh, my God, what the hell kind of laughs, Um, which brings us to our new shit show segment within the rebuttal itself, which is all of us redoing one MCU Americanized hero into this uh, Soviet hodgepodge that we are lovingly referring to as comrades. And we'll probably also revisit this one day with, like, friends, you know, and redo it, like, for that, too. Like, comrades. And they'll be the same same tone everything, just comrades day is in Kremlin. It is fun time. Yeah. We're
1: just doing it the opposite, so we're, like, making Russian people into Americans. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, that, but he's I mean, just, hey. you know, doing his taxes, having sex with his very homely wife. I don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah. Doesn't have to worry about high mars. Yeah, it's great. It's it, it, it'll be great. Anyways have I re- have I reached my deductible? Have I yeah. reached my deductible? <laughs> oh man, so uh beforehand we how, everybody
1: how spicy is that spicy. I don't I don't like a lot of spice.
0: <laughs> uh sir. You oh, get shit. out of this chilies. Uh so we each we each picked one hero as i mentioned before so i'll start this off and i picked uh my favorite mcu character moon knight and i i had to actually look stuff up for this which is awesome uh so here's a little uh read i got for you on who moon knight is in comrades it is uh restinia zash oh wait there it is jashi all right, which roughly translate to plant protector, okay, plant protector, in very bad Russian, so he serves the god, uh, C. Margul, the god of fire and literally plant fertility, if you dig far enough, okay, and this god that I just mentioned was in, like, Russian pagan times. so this, yeah, their history's kind of fragmented there, um, <laughs> See, Margul is also a sign of the apocalypse, too. So, this god gets the fuck around. Okay. This god usually flies around as a winged dog, but has the ability to also turn into a dragon, which is awesome. So, as any I'm of you get right. Oh, he might. He might. He but, might as your ass. for anybody who doesn't know what Moon Knight is, um, he's a multi personality uh superhero and it kind of changes sometimes on a whim sometimes intentionally um so aside from taking all of the uh personalities of comrades including the half man half bear half machine gun guy um (laughs) he has three other just standard personalities for you so the first one is igor maxim ex-russian air force paratrooper Uh, His plane gets shot down over Serbia, which shatters his consciousness into a million different pieces. He joins up with a bunch of other Russian dudes who trip balls on Windex and Oxycontin. At the same time, he meets C. Margul in a moment of overdose desperation. After being recovered by the Russian military, Igor is once again sent on a secret mission, but this time to the U.S. when his plane is shot down over the great state of Oklahoma. When Igor awakens in Oklahoma, he comes out as his second personality, Bobby America, a used car dealer in Tulsa, uh, in particular, Subaru. <laughs> what the fuck? All right. Hey, yeah, this is, hey, you know, welcome. I did my homework. He comes out at, as Bobby, Bobby America, used Subaru dealer, number two in the South. No, number two in the nation, best in the Southwest. Fuck the dude in Georgia. After finding out about his other identity, Igor Maxim, Bobby America tries to come back to Russia, at which point he is once again drafted into a new war, but this time in Afghanistan. After he is brought back in, he is once again shot down, you know, like this guy and getting shot down in planes go together like us and getting drunk on plaster negotiations. Um, This time it was intentionally done by the Russians, though, his third personality Denis, not Dennis, Denis Drago, an aspiring boxer with a Windex problem, comes forward. So I submit to you, gents, Rastinia Zashitnik, plant protector. Beautiful. All right. I appreciate
1: the fact that that's for protecting that scenario.
0: Oh, uh, well, if anything, I mean, getting
1: shot down and actually destroyed some nature.
0: Yeah, he's got to make up for it. He's got a lot to make up for. All right, Dragon Wrangler, you chose Hawkeye, uh, played by Jeremy Renner. So how quick does your Russian version phone it in?
4: Well, so... (laughs)
1: Hawkeye is easily the worst Avenger, by far, because he doesn't even have a fucking superpower. He's some jackass with a bow and arrow that's like, I want to play too. In my scenario, because of that, and, you know... Fucking half man, half bear who's got Arnold guns. Like, obviously, say it a little bit. Russian Hawkeye just kind of goes around overcompensating about everything with his arrows. So, depending on which one he shoots, which side note, I changed it up. Instead of a bow and arrow, it's just a slingshot and potatoes. So, whichever he decides to slingshot at you has its own power. So, you know, you're walking down the street and Russian Hawkeye jumps out and sling hits you right in the head. Boom, I communist. communists. Oh, shitty. But we're going to take this step farther here because uh, I did a little bit of research. I mean, I read one, one Google article and took five minutes to research the country of Russia. So, fun fact uh, one thing about the Russian culture that we don't know uh, that's very important here is that they apparently have a lot of super... Um, one of which being that they only give odd numbers of hours. If they give even numbers, and personally, do you put even numbers on which is fucking weird, but another superstition that I found out that's very important uh, is that they don't believe you should wear your clothes inside out, and if you put your clothes on inside out, you will be beaten, is what the article says, and so this scenario, I feel like Russian Hawkeye walking around being a dick trying to be a cool Avenger because he has a super body else does. He's going to take his fucking slingshot potato, hit people, and what's the number one thing he's going to do? Thanos is walking down the street. Boom. All your clothes are inside out. Now, a big mob of Russians comes up, beats the fuck out of you, and Thanos can't say the Russian Hawkeye or win.
0: Nice. 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 All Thanos has to do is snap and everybody's clothes go inside out and problem taken care of there nice all right big zoe you had the punisher
2: all right so i might have overdone it today uh you know i had fucking turkey zoe showed up a little bitch talking shit right and so i was gonna do the russian punisher well as luck would fucking have it the russian punisher showed up to talk the john today. cena doll looks like fucking john cena i am not i'm not really sure what he wants so you know he wants to join it everyone welcome kgb punisher talking to this yeah talk talking to that you fucking idiot i mean what the fuck do you think that looks like it's it's a microphone it's it's a microphone oh i kill men one time with something like this that's great kgb punisher they're waiting on you oh my apologies to drunk friends i'm kgb punisher you delay how you Americans say the fuck smackdown. You can call me Russian punisher. No matter I kill either way. Uh, now, you hate to not drink the second drink. Are you on my side or Mike's side? Drink your drink. Shut the fuck up.
0: Yeah, that's right. That's right.
2: Are you happy? Yes, now I continue. I, I, you're here. I was raised poor. Soviet Russia, now Mother Russia, Soviet Union. While all you fucking Americans enjoyed your radios and televisions, Commodores, authorities, and for Christmas, my mother made sure rest in peace. We'd cut holes in our pant pockets so we could play with something for Christmas. As I grew older, I realized the problem was not Soviet Union, not Mother Russia, no. The problem was you Americans, you think it's so much better than us. Look at us, we are Americans, we have better basketball team. You forget the Soviet oh, Union no. win, 1972 Olympics, huh? Look at us, we are Americans, we have better baseball team. In Mother Russia, we use bat to kill, not hit ball. Look at us, we are Americans, we have better American football team. Mother Russia no care for American football. Nobody but Indian American care for American football. Look at us, we are Americans, we have better soccer team. First, it's football, you fucking idiots. America, Canada, Australia, South Africa, some Asian countries—you call it soccer, but you're all fucking idiots. It's football, not the shit you call football in U.S. and A. And yes, America women team yeah, have two-zero record against mother Russia women team, but America men team have two loss and three draw against mother Russia men team. Now you use Ukraine war as excuse to not let us compete in World Cup this year. But everyone knows that you do not want Mother Russia in World Cup because Mother Russia would defeat you again. What will your excuse be in 2026 World Cup? Mother Russia is blamed for global warming? Fuck you, Americans. Look at us, we Americans, we have better hockey team because we beat Mother Russia two times. But fuck you again. You win a shootout in 2014, eh? Who care? Nobody. You win the other in what you yourselves call the, the miracle, miracle and nice. You admit, like the cowards and idiots you are, that it took miracle to beat Soviet Union in hockey. How stupid can you be to admit it took miracle to beat Mother Russia? Let us not forget to honor Mother Russia. She has dominated America in hockey three times. American arrogance is how you, how you say uh, stupid. All right, thanks for joining. No, no, you invite me to talk about KGB Punisher. So I talk about KGB Punisher. Then fucking get to it. Careful or I kill you too. All right, go ahead. So I joined KGB. In KGB, we learned the fine art of killing people for no reason. It's for fun. We just like to kill. America have FBI? You mean middle school team KGB? We don't care, we killed them. America have CIA? You mean freshman team KGB? We don't care, we killed them. America have strong military, strongest in the world. Come invade mother Russia, KGB waiting. You see KGB, we don't give a fuck. Oh, but America intelligence say KGB no longer exists. Yes, tell me more joke. America need to sing song and behave or Santa no come to America. Mother Russia, no need to somehow behave. But Santa still come to Mother Russia. Why? Santa, no. If he no come to Mother Russia, KGB go to Santa and KGB kill Santa. America elect president every four year. No matter, Mother Russia president is KGB. He allow America president to exist. Mother Russia president no scared of any American president. Mother Russia president KGB, he kill when he want. At one point, I leave KGB to become, as you American like to say, what the word? I, what the fuck you talk? Independent contractor. Oh, all right, gotcha. Need someone dead? I kill. Need someone punished? I kill. Need someone to scare child? I punish. Maybe break a toy or a finger. And then when they become adult, I kill. I am KGB punisher. I work alone. I like Russian Avengers. I will help Russian Avengers if they need help. But me, I never need help. America, you talk about American Punisher. Fuck him. I kill him. Fucking pussy. All right. Thank you, KGB Punisher. I think we've had enough. Will you invite me back to show? I like your drunk friends. I don't kill them. You know, it's just guests. You're a guest speaker right now. I like them, not you. I kill you. I'll I'll be in touch. I'll be in touch.
0: Stokes, back, back to you. So, remember how I said mine was this guy named Rustinia... Zashitnik as um, Moon Knight. No, I'm taking it fully back. It's Big Zo. Big Zo, congratulations. You're in Comrades. That is fantastic. Awesome. Awesome. All right, Cabra. Cabra, you chose Mexican Captain America um, <laughs> to be a part of Comrades.
6: Um, I not. killed him too. I killed him too. Well, I would like to say to the dozens and, and dozens, dozens of the fans of the show, anything I say is just tongue in cheek. But um, my name is uh, my real name is Pancho Francisco, and I was I ended up in Russia in 2018 for the World Cup, and I overstayed my visa, and um, <laughs> so I just stayed there. I couldn't leave. I met a Russian girl. Her name is Josefina. <laughs> she was half half mexican half russian so i would say more but my nine-year-old is right there so um <laughs> um so i got i've been you know that's a spicy our, yeah i'm doing odd jobs here and there and i do you know as a latino when they have, i do help the avengers out you know and so here's the thing when like when captain america and all that when they save the world they destroy they destroy half the city so that's when I show up, you know. With me and my compas, we just show up. We start cleaning up, you know. We start cleaning up, and um, I mean that's what Captain America, Mexican Captain America, does, you know. And part time we work in restaurant stuff because we got through the bills. Josefina's there, you know, and but, you know, I'm on the VPN. Are you, are you a dishwasher? I'm actually a cook. I'm actually I'm on Twitter now because I was at a Polish restaurant, and there's a video of me. The Polish fans made a video and Memo Ochoa, Santito Memo, he saved a penalty kick and they're all moaning. You can hear me saying, Awevo! in the background, because I was back in the kitchen and I saw the game. I mean, but I mean, that's what Captain America does in, in Russia. You know, I'm on the VPN because I don't want the KGB Russian to find me. But he will find you.
0: If nothing else, Moon Knight knows where all of us are. So,
6: <laughs> thank you. I, I, um, it was not as well planned, but I made some. Somebody... Pat smiled, and that's a first. Yeah, I, I mean, that's, that's good. That's
0: oh, that's great. That's great. And let, with that, let's yeah, go sure. ahead and move on to Pat, who who chose Red Panther on the fly. Right.
5: It's actually Red Amur Tiger. All right, I had a little Apologies. bit of time. To... Think about it.
0: Red Amor Tiger. Yeah, let's hear it.
5: The Red Amur Tiger is the guardian of Russia, who is chosen in ritual combat among the tribes of the, uh, you know, of all the comrades. And uh, the, the competition for choosing the Red Amor Tiger is a competition to see who can field strip and assemble an AK-47 and drink a liter of vodka while decapitating Nazis with a sickle. Most Nazis decapitated wins the competition and is crowned the red Amur tiger. A special ceremony is then held, wherein chosen one is buried in a special sauce of turnip juice and vodka. And he has to drown in said concoction and and see the afterlife and speak and commune with Lenin and Stalin and his forebears to gain special powers, to gain control over the unique special uh, alloy that is Vladbranium, which is is carelessly mined (laughs) from the Ural Mountains by imprisoned intellectuals. And carelessly and sloppily refined to the minimum functioning standards in true Soviet fashion. And then carried back to Moscow on the road of bones, wherein a special pink and red striped suit is is constructed for the Red Amur Tiger out of this Vladbranium. All right. And the Vladbranium has a special Yushenka helmet with Hello Kitty ears. (laughs) All right. Of course, it does. (laughs) It is the most beautiful, amazing thing you have ever beheld with your eyes. Yes. The red Amur tiger carries weapons of such magnitude, sickle claws made of Vladbranium. All right. A special AK 47 with capitalist seeking projectiles, (laughs) depleted Vladbranium. And they are the most effective weapon with which he will subdue all enemies. And uh he is just the guardian, the savior, the greatest avenger of all. All right. There you, go. you know, you, you you know it got good when
2: Banner sat up. <laughs> he, started, he came back from this <laughs> like, dimension. Like, Something's
6: happening here. I forgot he was here. <laughs> yeah, so did yeah, he like, wait, wait, what? What?
5: Okay, <laughs> I need a I need a tiger stripe, you, Hello Kitty, Yushanka. I mean, I need that in my life.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Oh my god. And and speaking of Benner, it's his turn now. Oh, I'm sorry.
5: The red suit is the color. Oh, we're better Better, better looks high as a
0: kite. Yeah, Benner's you know in and out of dimensions, you know, so <laughs> he's he's with he us looks now. Looks high as a
1: kite, but Cage who's trying to do a better version looks like right now so
0: <laughs> yeah he, he's doing all right he's doing all right uh, it's gonna be hard to follow up a red panther though <laughs> that, that was pretty fucking good for on the fly so yes. but benner chose wolverine as his character to comrades so tell us about comrade wolverine yeah well am i muted
3: no
2: you're good
0: <laughs> sweet not to us Maybe your other (laughs) dimensional friends, but not to (laughs) us. Just had to make sure. Just had to make sure.
3: Well, Wolverine's one of my favorite heroes. He's one of the most popular heroes in in the Marvel comic universe, so you know, easy pick. Because this, you know, the country of Russia is filled with wildlife. Okay, and instead of Wolverine, this uh, this Russian figure will be going by the name Mosh, and in (laughs) Russian mosh means walrus because in northern russia they are populated with tons and tons of rollers now the first thing you know this and this is the key figure of mosh instead of wolverine's claws coming out of his head he has he will have two antimadium tusks coming out of his face (laughs) And this is how he will do battle with the with the with the uh, with the mutants of, <laughs> with the mutants of capitalism.
0: No, wait. Is this the same stuff that Pat had for his Red Panther suit? No. Uh, what no. was it again?
5: Gladbranium.
0: <laughs> yes. Oh, genius. You no. Know, well, here's the thing. You know,
3: I'm, I'm going to change this because antimatter only is like the biggest is one of the biggest ones,
2: biggest real resources of the Marvel. K
3: uh-huh. just left.
0: <laughs> He's like. Look this he's trying to hang out with uh benner's other trans-dimensional friends
3: hold on let's you know, bring it back let's bring it back because yep. and antimanium is only is only available and is only real in the marvel universe so we have to go with um a true russian resource and that is copper they are going to rip all the copper out of the um out of out of the the poor housing of of moscow and they're going to put it in morsh's body and so he will have two copper tusks come out of his face and now how he will do battle he will also have some similar aspects to to wolverine um he will be five foot three but he will still weigh one and a half tons just like your average walrus does weigh on top of that wolverine is also part of a group of another superheroes and so is our hero morsh he is part of the s-men which stands for Stalin.
0: The school for gifted Stalin friend.
1: <laughs> I just see Stalin in a wheelchair in this scenario, but he's not like sitting in it, riding around. He's like surfing on it. One foot's on the bottom, one's on the top, and he's just like,
3: to Russia!
5: Shirtless. And he's that, and
1: that you... shirtless, and
3: Absolutely. The... Oh, and I also, I actually want to also fill this out because Jeremy said, because Jeremy so had Renner playing his hawkeye i do have my actor for morsh and we and we are actually going to dip into america and we are going to choose bert who who is famously known as the machine, machine. from russian mobs
0: oh the my shit uh, okay <laughs> yeah, yeah totally totally unrelated follow-up point here um the uh symptoms of long-term copper exposure include anemia, burning sensation, chills, convulsions, dementia, diarrhea, difficulty speaking, fever, and others. Just just throwing it out there. <coughs> but it is comrades, so you never know. You get with uh, you know, you do what you can with what you got. All right, thanks. J. Edgar Cade Wilamon, you chose Rocket Raccoon. How are you going to comrades rocket? I think
5: Brenner had some cop- Schlager instead of Everclear.
0: Let's <laughs> go <laughs> that, that, That's the good he's, stuff. He's there
2: flying.
4: <laughs> I'm an eagle! <laughs> <laughs> All
5: right, anyway.
0: He's also a part of Van Halen in one of these dimensional <laughs> riffs. So um, before we go down that fucking route, uh, Jay Edgar, what you got for Rocket Raccoon?
7: I just, I just want to say this has been by far the wildest <laughs> imaginable topic we've ever done.
0: Benner suggested it. What do you want? Come on, <laughs> rock, and roll, rock and roll, baby!
4: Right, <laughs> rock and
0: roll. So, so when when you think of
7: Russian military, other than the fact that they're getting spanked by Ukraine, you think of this jacked up dude snorting cocaine, drinking vodka, and he's got. Double, like double wraps of machine gun ammo, and he's dual wielding like machine guns in both hands. So D- Russian Rambo. Because Russian Rambo. That's the perfect. Yes. yes, that's it. So that's what you think of. So that's the perfect image that I thought of when I thought of a Russian MCU character. So that's why I had to go with him. So, what are they also good at? They're good at taking money and creating chaos. So that's also why I went with this character. So in my perfect world, Russian Rocket over here is snorting cocaine off bitches' stomachs, taking his <laughs> shots of vodka. <laughs> All right. And then we're talking over here to America. <laughs> I think I've broken Big Zoe. I think I've broken Big Zoe. Jesus no he was broken before we're just collecting money man we're just waging war
5: who drank the Everclear again I can't remember (laughs) anyway
0: he raised his hand like
5: kindergarten
4: (laughs) (laughs) no it's me it's me Mr. Teacher Lady I'm so
0: done with this (laughs) group man oh my god russian <laughs> raccoon please follow through it's important to the listeners
3: i can't man
0: are our
5: listeners.
3: but basically
0: we're just we,
5: okay. we,
3: we just
7: got one country just paid me enough money to go wage war in america so, so, so today it's america we're at war with tomorrow it might be england next week it might be china we're good at pissing off everybody we just want to get paid Drink our vodka and snort cocaine off bitches' stomachs. That's all we want.
3: Please tell me Russian Rocket is still a raccoon or a weasel or a fox. <laughs> yes, yes,
4: Red Panda. Yeah, Red Panda. Yes. Yes, yeah, red, red Panda. Russian <laughs> yes. red, yes, red Panda.
2: Beautiful. Beautiful. I saw a red panda take a shit one time at the Salt Lake City
0: Zoo. <laughs> just throw that out there. How is that the first thing you come up with? How is
2: that the first fucking thing you come I'm up with? I red panda and what that was we the I was like, what? hey.
3: Who, who
4: the, the fuck starts a conversation panda? like hey. that? I just
5: sat down. I fucking dropped a dude.
0: Good
4: Lord. Russian
5: red panda. We need to make a drink
0: called the Russian red panda. It's apparently just so a red panda that... taking a shit in a glass. There it is.
5: Let's
4: go! Oh. <laughs> just created it.
0: Alright, so this has been Comrades, and I'm very sad we had to expose everybody to that. We're going to have an all-time low listener count on this episode. And anytime we ever bring up Comrades again, they're going to be like, what, what the fuck? I mean, Big Zos Moon Knight, that's all we need to know. Come on. What the fuck? So... Yeah, and then you're going to drink your red pandas and it's going to be disgusting, and there's pink eye. So that's exactly how you fucking get pink eye. But let's move on because it is Thanksgiving week. Uh, And last week I promised a turducken-based episode, but I was fucking hammered. I have no idea what that fucking means. Okay, well, what the fuck is a turducken-based episode? That means you
5: carve your turkey with your bare hand like John Madden. That's
0: what it means. So that's not happening. That's not happening. Um, In my workaround. You better point the fuck up and do it. Uh, Benner's, yeah. over, Benners over there dreaming about it. Yeah. Benners in a totally different dimension right he's now. Pulling
7: up a stone full of Team Austin.
0: Yeah, he's got the horns. Yeah,
7: he's in the he's in the MCU right now.
0: Yeah, yeah. Actually, Benners the turducken here. There it is. He's the turducken in the turducken based Thanksgiving episode special.
5: So John Madden diagrammed how he was going to carve the thing with his magic pen, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking. A freaking laser pointer fuck FIFA rainbow uh flashlight.
4: Flashlight,
5: <laughs>
2: what the fuck? Laser pointer.
6: Dude, you say flashlight. Flashlight yeah. Yeah. clicker.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Wow. Anyway. Okay. So that so there ribbed, you go. Your... ribbed for her pleasure. Now how, how is his first choice that? I just uh, who the fuck knows we we, all right so there's your turducken you you people didn't ask for it i offered it and you still got it so there you go there you go so let's Uh, move on to our next topic this year in sports it's a clip episode clip segment without the clips because i'm not going back for it so let's get into it a lot of fuckery
2: copyrighted so
0: by ourselves well
2: you're right we we're not, I'm not
0: going to sue you for it. All right, let's move on. A lot of fuckery, some good times, some trash can banging times. Benner, in your opinion, what was the best moment of this year in sports? The worst moment this year in sports and the funniest moment this year in sports. Benner, we'll start with you. Then you can go back to your trans dimensional beings.
3: Um, let's see. <laughs> First, of all, I mean, I'm gonna get the wor- the the worst one in sports of the year off the bat because it's pretty fucking obvious, and that is, uh, the Houston Astros winning the World Series again, cheating pieces of shit. Fuck the Astros, Astros as we like to call it. Um, yeah, that's just no one fucking wanted that. Fuck them, and I can't wait for like in a year and a half when we find out that they were cheating on that one as well. I have um, a
0: card on my fridge from one J. Edgar Cade Weilamon that says "fuck the Astros" in it. So, so do I. I. So it's yeah. on my
3: it's it's on my table over here as well.
0: Yeah, it runs so, deep.
3: It runs deep. runs deep. Um, so there's that. Um, outside of that, I have to say probably my favorite moment in sports this year. I mean, I have one personal one that I think, and then one that like works for everyone else. Personal is my Colorado Avalanche won the Stanley Cup for the first time in 20 years. Fucking cheers! I celebrated that night. But I don't remember that night. Once I started celebrating, um, so good shit. Um, the other one is how many um, teams like big name teams that your ESPNs and your FS ones and all that shit. The teams that they only focus on got the honestly, I would say got their ass whooped in sports like across sports is here. The Lakers were trash, got knocked out of the playoffs. Kansas City got knocked out of the AFC championship game in overtime after doing pulling the shit that they did on the Bills. The San Francisco 49ers lost. Was it 49ers? No, never mind. No, everyone liked that game. Never mind. Um, Germany lost today to Japan because fuck Germany in FIFA. Um We were spared of Philadelphia fans celebrating a World Series. A Boston team lost in the NBA. The Patriots have no idea who the fuck their offensive coordinator is. So all in all, I would say, you know, the the winner and the best moment of sports is how many of these fucking shitty-ass big market teams lost.
0: Nice. Yeah, uh, yeah, a lot of uh, Titans have fell, so to speak good
4: stuff also,
3: and then the third thing because you said there like funniest moment
0: yeah worst
3: best funniest uh funniest moment is the russell wilson trade because it's just laughing at my life
0: oh oh hey go go back to the uh the delta universe where denver doesn't exist it'll be sounds, okay. sounds good buddy cool we'll call you in a little bit thanks for that Oh, not Hello? To, to cut in here, but I saw a stat
1: today, Benner, that right now Russell Wilson's on pace to throw less touchdown passes than bathrooms in his house. He's on pace to throw seven touchdowns, and he has 12 bedrooms in his house,
0: or 12 Je- bathrooms.
2: What the fuck?
3: Jeremy just ruined my Alex Moran. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so oh, <laughs> I hate it when that happens. happened to me once before, too. Hey,
2: I, 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 I wouldn't I wouldn't get upset because Banner's is also a Broncos fan. He's
0: as pissed as you I are. I
5: know. But. So, yeah, no spoilers. Spoiler alert. It's going to be a little Broncos-centric.
0: Well, Pat, it's your turn. So if you want to roll into it, go for it.
5: Uh, here I go. So it's been a rough year for sports, uh, I think. None of the teams I like, none, like all the villains won this year
4: Yeah. in
5: many ways. And I'm aware of this. So <laughs> the best moment for me personally – is the moment i discovered swish national team and aston villa soccer player alicia layman google it you're welcome boys <laughs> all
0: right <laughs>
5: funniest i'm moment. doing that right now
6: yes mm. funniest search purposes
0: it's pet at yes. night
5: funniest moment is the butt punch cuz that was just freaking hilarious and just kind of awesome so i love the butt punch <laughs> Uh, which is when the Dolphins tried to punt out of the end zone and one of their guys who's protecting the kicker just continued to back up, back up, and proceeded to put his butt in the path of the punt and nearly got a foot up his ass. And that was just freaking hilarious. Uh, And uh, yeah, just, just awesomeness. And now kind of a microcosm of this beautiful NFL season we're enjoying. The worst moment... Um, is the Herschel Walker-esque trade for Russ's Danger Witch. Honorable mention to Broncos on primetime, because that's just a many, many, many moments of misery um, for this entire season and Bronco Dumb worldwide. And football and the NFL in general. Like, the Broncos right now, and especially the Danger Witch himself, the Grand Poobah, It's just horrible for the brand, horrible for the sport. Like, if you were trying to, like, recruit NFL fans right now and say, hey, watch Thursday night football, Monday night football, the the Sunday night game, and the Broncos are on, like, forget about ever winning any new fans. It's just the worst, horrible brand of football. And this – honestly, this defense the Broncos have is on par with the 2015 defense. I mean, if if the Broncos averaged what they've been averaging pathetically the last few years, 19 to 20 points per game, they would be 9-1. and Oh,
0: okay? crap.
5: Wow. That is how bad Mr. Danger Witch is. And seriously, seriously, Herschel Walker, right? Um, this trade is just like that. The Seahawks are going to... Could create a dynasty out of this debacle that is Mr. Danger Witch. <clears throat> so anyway, that's my story. Back to Alicia Lehman. Back to good news. Did everyone Google her? Because it, it just yes. Alicia! Add, add that to the spank bank, boys.
0: I, <laughs> you
2: sound like partman bro. I,
0: I think Cobb oh, that is was full, in love. That was full attention. Yeah. I really think Cobb is in
6: love. But uh,
0: yeah, thanks.
5: thanks Sharing Pat. the love.
0: Sharing the love.
5: Oh
6: I yes, think Pat Lopez, I got a passport. I gotta to go to England just to partake and watch a, a proper football match at Aston Villa. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. You only have a women's game. Oh, oh I'm I'm there. gotta go We're in England. We gotta you know? go, and, man. And my camera, yes. my phone has a good zoom. <laughs> I'm you're gonna, gonna, bring, you're gonna I'm just gonna,
2: just partake in the match, right? That's what I'm gonna bring saying. my well, black
5: x-ray goggles to that match. <laughs> <laughs> they allow that through tsa well vlad well, dude it's undetectable oh, well i mean you're right you're you can right. buy it in england as
0: well
3: well i mean stoves come on tsa they barely caught a chicken with a gun up its
0: ass last week oh uh, yeah that's true that's true they do have a high error rate you're right That's what matters. yeah oh, yeah just Lord. shape it like a gun thanks for that all right big zo let's <laughs> move on to you the best the worst and the funniest moments in sports this year
2: all right, best moments. Um, I, I I've got I've got two. I, I'll only mention one because I don't want to you know rain on anyone else's parade. So the, the one I want to mention is the World Cup the celebration of soccer of sport for the world to enjoy. You know I, I it's currently happening. I'm enjoying the shit out of it. Um, it sucks that we have to be so damn early in the morning to watch watch some games. But not all. You know I thought every game was to be like you know two in the morning. No, I'm waking up at six and I'm watching three games. So I'm like, this is fucking cool. It's this, this is working out, you know, pretty well. Um, So I am really enjoying that. To me, that's the best moment in sports this year. You get it every four years, man. It's, it's, it's fun to watch. And I mean, I get it. Not all of us here are you know soccer fans. Um, I I wasn't a huge fan until a year and a half ago, and then you get into it, and you're like. This is a really exciting game you know and and really really it's it's a fun game to watch fun game to play fun game to coach so just sitting there and and just taking it all in and watching these world-class athletes do what they do on the field and being able to think back about you know one of our friends pat jim martin cabra remember that fucker jim martin at at, at, at who would, who would say Oh, you can get a horse to kick a ball? Well, fuck, oh, yeah. Yeah, fuck, fuck you, Jim.
6: Fuck you. You know, like yeah.
2: I said last week, I can also get a horse to kick you in the nuts. Um, soccer's it's awesome to watch. I'm I'm really enjoying watching the World Cup, um, and more so now. I've always watched it. I've always watched the Cup more so now that I'm really into soccer. So so that that to me is the best moment, worst moment of the year. Um, I, I this one I do want to mention too. The first one is like something that. It just really fucking bothered the fuck out of me. Tua Tagovailoa with his concussions. And the Dolphins and their coach, Mike McDaniel, poo-pooing it. He said he was fine, so we let him back in. Fuck you. Fuck you. Okay? Okay. Um, how,
6: were, how were his hands were like this right like like Yes. He was yeah, his, his hands it were, really, were up. It really bad. Yeah, and, yeah it, that's
0: a sign of a stroke not just a concussion. That's a fucking he
2: stroke. He was he was yes, he's he he has permanent damage. He doesn't know it right now because cuz because the symptoms are gone. The symptoms are gone. You know, the symptoms being gone doesn't mean that the concussion is over. I am fucking pissed. I'm still upset that they're playing him. It takes about 30 days for a concussion to fully heal, fully heal. And he was back in the field, what, two – well, he was back in the field a week, uh, four days after the first one, and then he gets concussed again. So now the concussion pushes him even further. So now you're looking at about 60 days, and he was back in the field about three weeks later. So I'm fucking pissed about that, fucking pissed about that. And the second thing, uh, Qatar – banning beer sales at the stadiums two fucking days before the cup began fuck guitar fuck fifa that's all i got to say about that funniest moment of the year um it this this was not this year this happened in 2018 i sent you guys a link so watch it when when you have a chance it's on it, it you'll have to scroll up it's way up further now um this was yeah he's referring titus, to the
0: chat so T-
2: titus o'neill this fucking pro wrestler, big, big buff black. dude, He's hilarious. And he's, and he's just a good dude. He he's one of their ambassadors. He's a good dude, but he's in the greatest Royal rumble in Riyadh, Saudi Arabia. They have like 50 people in the Royal rumble. And if y'all don't know what the Royal Rumble is, you know, there's a countdown then someone else runs into the ring and then they wrestle for two minutes and someone else is in the ring, so you can, the, the ring could be full of, of, of pro wrestlers, right? So it was his turn to run down to the ring. He's running towards the ring, sprinting towards the ring. As he's reaching the ring, <laughs> this fucker trips he slides under the ring the announcers just start <laughs> laughing out loud they just start fucking busting them now this happened four years ago but i i have just wanted to tell people about this people are like i don't know what pro do wrestling well this is fucking hilarious i don't give you watch personally or not do you watch this it is funny. as He slides under and they're like, what? Did he just, ah, they just start laughing. They just completely break character. He will never live that down. He will never live that down. So, If you get a chance, you know, scroll up a little bit on the, on the chat, um, bring it up on your, on your computer. You know, it is like, it's like a, it's like a 59 segment YouTube thing. So you can look at it and you can hear the announcers laughing. It is funny as fuck. That's all I got to say about that. That was that was a funny fucking segment. I, I and, and, you know, Andy and I every other month or so. Hey, let's watch Titus O'Neil so falling. You know, and okay. we put it on and we and we get a laugh out of it. So, so that's that. Like, that's yeah. what I got for you.
0: Yeah, if I if I remember, I'll put that in the episode <laughs> description too. That'll be good. <laughs> okay, that'll be good. Visual always helps in an audio medium. All right, Big Zo, thanks. All right, Dragon Wrangler, let's hear it. Your worst, your best, and your funniest moments of this past year.
1: Yeah. So my best moment of the year by far in sports is the announcement of a 12-team college football playoff. Um, Four-team system, just in my opinion, has not been working, will not work, cannot work you can't have a power five conference and say, Oh yeah, you won your power five conference, but you're not in the playoff. It's fucking stupid. This is incredibly overdue. The BCS has been fighting it for forever. And basically we finally got to a point where we can say, fuck you, BCS, you're antiquated. Get the hell out of here. We're moving on to 12 teams, which is what it should have been from the start. Um, Low point for me this year. There's two of them. One is Juwan Howard getting suspended like however many fucking games he got suspended for getting in a fight with a Wisconsin coach after the game, which is stupid because as a Michigan basketball fan, a Michigan Wolverines fan in general, Juwan Howard is not Beeline. Beeline was a phenomenal coach. Juwan had a little bit of success with Beeline's players and his recruits and has been dog shit ever since. Yeah. Almost lost to Eastern Michigan the other day and then they got fucking blown out by Arizona State. They're about to play in 10 minutes here. and I can't wait for them to lose to fucking FCS, but uh, not here nor there. Um, But then the other low point and the really low point for me, um, going to the UFC for a minute here uh, is basically the downfall of Peter Jan. Um, Peter Jan going back to Russia would be like Russia's Wolverine, basically, uh, was a belt holder, Uh, got in a fight with Aljamain Sterling. Five round fight is dominating the fight. Um, would have won by decision if he hadn't finished the fight, which he probably would have because there was a couple of rounds left. And then the most blatant illegal move probably I've ever seen in the history of the UFC, knee down, fucking knee straight to the head, gets himself disqualified, loses his belt, comes back, loses to Aljo for real this time, and now just lost to Sugar Sean O'Malley. So Pieter Jan being the most dangerous man in that class – and literally one stupid decision leading to him now being like number three or four in the division, terrible. Um, and then for me, the funniest thing this year um, has to be by far the fact that after Tennessee upset Alabama uh, and the goalpost got thrown into the river by some really drunk volunteers fans, that Tennessee felt like it'd be a good idea as an SEC school to start a GoFundMe page yeah. to buy new goalposts for their university. That was hilarious and
6: ridiculous.
1: Yeah, as an SEC school, you know we're clearly hurting for money within our football programs. So why not see if GoFundMe can buy us a new goalpost? Because that's clearly the difference maker
6: right now. And whether or not we're going to play Arkansas, did that? that, Yeah, but who needs needs, needs
2: academics? You know, who needs academics? Tennessee
0: pigs. Tennessee has been saying that for years. Let's be I just
1: honest. Like, I just like to be in the room where they're like, man, the GoFundMe idea didn't work out. So we got two options here. We either play football on Saturday, that involves us getting rid of all of our books that we got to sell, or we don't play football and we can afford the books. What do we want to
0: do? Oh, thank you, Jeremy. Thank you for that beautiful transition. It reminds me of an old quote from my friend Steve Spurrier, headball coach. For those of you who don't remember good old Steve. So one time headball coach was uh, talking about uh, an upcoming match against the university of Tennessee in which, uh, and this was when he was at South Carolina, I believe. Dude, and click, uh, click. And so he was, um, you know, they were asking him, you know, there was a fire on campus and, you know, some, People were hurt and such. And more damage was really done to the library, including priceless books, like books old enough that they were written on human skin. OK, so like, you know, deep stuff here, like, oh, my God, it's at the University of Tennessee. We're never going to get these books back again. Um, and so they they say, you know, uh, Mr. Head Ball Coach, sir, as I would assume the media would refer to him. Um, you know, what do you think about the, uh, the fires that ravaged the University of Tennessee's campus? And a good old head ball coach looks back and he says, well, the real tragedy is uh, most of them haven't been colored in yet. Most of them have not been colored in yet. (laughs) So thank you for that.
2: As
5: a pop pop linguist, um, I just got to say, those of us in the know, we know that the proper way to pronounce BCS is with a silent C.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Bullshit. For those of you who did not catch on, oh yeah. All right, so we're gonna move on to Jay Edgar Cade Weilamon because he he's he's got to go. You know, it's it's that time of year we're trying to spend time with our families and such. And and Jay Edgar actually went out to this like mobile home, not not mobile home, but like some RV or some shit to do this episode, but you know, he's got to go. Data's running low, I guess. So J Edgar Cade, while I'm on, what is your worst, what is your best and what is your funniest moments in sport from this year? And, and afterwards wish the folks a great Thanksgiving. Will ya? yeah. Yeah.
7: <clears throat> um, I'm actually just out at my parents camper because during the summer and spring months, they have been camping. That's the um, name for it. Yeah. Glamping worst. Worst, best, and funniest. Um, and I have a weird way to tie it all. some of these answers together. Best is by far uh, my favorite university, the University of Mississippi, Ole Miss Rebels, winning the national title in baseball. Greatest moment. I wish I'd have spent the money and flown out there to watch it. I will forever regret not doing that. But hotty toddy, we got a national title. Funniest and the worst. I really don't know how I want to phrase it. I'm going to say my funniest right now is the way the world is being awoken to the fact that the Texas A&M University is a fucking cult. The entire world has woken up to (laughs) they are a fucking
4: cult. They are a cult. Benner's (laughs) back. He's back. (laughs) I've, I've
3: been telling you boys this. For like three years now Y'all didn't believe me I and gotta say People
6: didn't... in Nepal are waking up And thinking WTF, what the hell is going on with and m People in Nepal, China, Indonesia They're like, Texas a m is a cult We gotta send our kids yes. Over to, to yes. Highlands and New Mexico, that's what's going on <laughs> yeah, yeah, a
3: fucking dog Okay, like what do you want From me, I had all the evidence Y'all didn't believe me
7: Yes, And then to add, add injury to this, they were ranked number six to start the country, and they've won three games. Number one recruiting class. Are you kidding me? Come on. How do you have the number six starting group in the country, and you can't win three games?
2: Well, That's embarrassing. They, they, they can win three You said they won three games, so they can win three games. <laughs>
7: How can all right? You you know where I'm going with this, you dickhead. Yeah, How, can you <laughs> How can you not win four?
5: How can you not, not can win four?
2: How can you more? not win four?
5: <laughs> it's <on>. because <laughs> the prophet Von Miller has directed that. Blessed it be his be so. name. so. But God the, the kingmaker, the the winner it, of it Super to, Bowls.
7: <laughs> it it's but, gotten to the point where even like Barstool was like retweeting their videos of their midnight yells or whatever creepiest thing I've ever seen creepiest (laughs) thing I've ever seen absolutely terrible and then the worst thing to go through sports right now I gotta I gotta sulk a little bit is this whole hiatus with Lane Kiffin he is very subtle he does not give away hints if he's leaving or staying he has no way of ever confirming anything he is very grayish and right now, Ole Miss has no idea if he's leaving or if he's going to stay, and it hurts my heart every time I get on Twitter because I can't Is, go anywhere without watching. I mean, take your hat. I saw your hat, El Cabra. Take it the off. Land train
1: has breaks.
6: I, look, I'm just it, I, there, so he I live in Auburn.
4: Auburn, they go, they football they go,
6: here okay. in Auburn. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm interrupting. I'm, I know, but I, I'm about to kick passion your here in Auburn. <laughs> Is, is like what people in England experience with their soccer team. They, they, it's p- really passionate, and everyone's like going for Cadillac. People are talking about Cadillac Williams, and you mentioned Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin. <laughs> yeah, I'm drunk. Uh, him too. I mean, did I say it correctly? What? What the hell? Wait, yeah, yeah, I mean, say correctly. You, yeah, you're right. Lane Kiffin, I said yeah. the name wrong. Proper name, the I'm not even drinking whiskey. Long story <laughs> short, hey, I hear you. I hear you, Kate, and like they say in, in Spanish, "te oigo," and in Japanese, "kikimas." I hope he doesn't come. I would rather cool. keep Cavillak, but I don't make that choice. I mean, I'm only making this much. This yeah, much I just so, assume I mean,
1: Kikimas left on a runway.
6: Oh,
1: <laughs>
0: that's what happens to trains, Jeremy. They can't get on planes. Look, Cade,
3: I'll, I'll add this. You, you can't know, plane and train and be in an automobile. And automobiles. <laughs> Cade, Cade, I'll, I, I mean, I'll give you this. I understand your concerns on it. This story and this, like, the whole like official, like, he's going to Auburn thing was broke on Twitter with a via a trust me, bro. In a, li- in a literal statement. Like, I, I, I would... A guy. But, but doesn't,
4: I, it I, doesn't make
1: it that much more relevant, though? Like, of all the people in all of college sports. Lane Kiffin is the one guy who, if they were like, "Yeah, trust me, bro," you'd be like, "No, that actually checks out. That probably makes sense." I don't
6: trust Lane <laughs> Kiffin up. with bringing me delivery from Chipotle. I don't trust that man.
0: I don't trust Chipotle, so the argument well, is void. No I am. Don't eat,
6: I am pretty
2: sure when uh, when Nick Saban asked Lane, "Are you banging my daughter?" He said, "No, I'm not. Trust me, bro." <laughs> oh. yeah, he's, that right. may be the, he's going to auburn
3: that may be the case but like i still feel like with but like you have a, like a random local news dude saying trust me bro he's going to auburn kade <laughs> i would actually say it's in your favor so mickey you might be able to take a deep breath and enjoy some turkey hey Kate, when you come well, to auburn man? maybe so have a beer yeah
7: hey my mom went to auburn my aunt went to auburn
2: so you would, have it. Then where is he coming from, Kade? He, he he's
3: inviting you go have a beer with him, bro. But, he went, you know. you, Auburn's oh, in your family, up. and you still chose UNA. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they That's didn't. Okay.
7: They didn't have. They didn't have sports management. They didn't have. What? it not at Yes, the time. I do. They, did, they didn't. At the, they didn't at the time.
6: Yeah, they did.
5: I talked about <laughs> I them. The I can neither
6: confirm nor deny. Who this? was your
5: career advisor? I mean, come on. Anyway, so trust Kay, me, bro. It, it wasn't me, bro. me
0: until he was a grad student, so. <laughs> <Trust> me, bro.
3: <laughs> oh no, Kay. They have sports management.
0: <laughs> all right, just gonna spin that
5: wait. On? I got. I got a way in here.
0: Okay. So from God. an, imp-
5: I'm a man of science. All right. For on hey, natural libre on Kay science, I believe in science. From That's, K on K's A and M cult um, theory. Okay, it's a theory, but there no, is not. there is a clinical trial being conducted as we speak called the NFL season.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: So, if oh, the Bills win the Super Bowl this year, guys, I'm sorry, but uh, the theory is now proven and. We must all bow and worship at the god of Texas A and M and the prophet Von Miller. Fuck oh, you, no, fuck no, you, Ooh, no, I, Yeah, no. man. No, uh, don't
0: you
5: no, ever fuck this man back you. Back.
0: This is you a ever science. This
5: man. is science. It's just science, guys. Pat, Pat
0: is right. always welcome on this show, guys.
5: Pat's always <laughs> welcome,
0: both but Pat. you're gonna,
3: yeah, both are welcome. But you're hanging me for a fucking bridge before I fucking support a and and god fucking am aggy <laughs> ass motherfuckers. <laughs> Dinner, you're, you're not
2: you're, you're not gonna remember this conversation tomorrow, so it doesn't really
6: matter. I would like yeah. to know where Ryan got his wife beater for the next show. Um, but... <laughs> uh, uh,
0: the Sigma Dimension, actually, the Sigma Dimension. The wife beater.
6: I mean, you, yeah, I mean,
0: it's,
3: it's, it's just like. A, it's just like a Nike polo for some Chinese kid. It's fine. His,
6: his oh, wife a spicy <laughs> <start> sweating. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: Everybody's abolishing slavery today. All right, Cade, let's give you a moment. Hey, tell the people happy Thanksgiving or say whatever you want to say to sign off. Happy
7: Thanksgiving, everybody. Oh, and this is coming from... I, I meant to do this as part of my, my intro Read your emails. If you subscribe to something knowingly, like if you have a next quick subscription and they are sending you emails, read that shit because we're in the middle of renewals right now for a certain NFL team that I work for and people are acting like they have never read an email a day in their fucking life.
6: They have. So, yeah. I think it's a read,
7: read your emails. Read your emails. Okay? Be a, a grown-up adult. CEO, you,
6: have,
0: you have a secretary to do it for you. But I will second... J. Edgar Cade Weilamon's last point. Be a fucking adult. Third that. Your... Be an adult. Be a good
7: human being.
0: God damn right. Couldn't have said about, it better myself. Yeah.
7: Don't, don't know where you man. got that one from. Nope. I don't know. Just some guy I know.
0: Yeah.
6: You boys
7: have a good night. Have a good Thanksgiving.
6: Yeah. Cheers. Woo-hoo! Happy Thanksgiving.
0: Later, bro. Happy Thanksgiving, man. Nice
6: boys. to meet you. we eagle. Oh, you took off.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was the last thing he heard. Was war, war eagle? He
6: takes off, I'm like, damn it. He heard the
2: war, he lost the eagle.
0: <laughs> so he's
2: like, yeah, War what? Yeah. War tiger? He, war lady He's gonna jump on and say, Fuck you. you. Yeah. I just appreciate on this
1: whole like conversation of Auburn, real quick, here that the last look at, look, potentially look only. The last, for sure, if not only, person to win a national title as the head coach of Auburn is uh, a guy who gave up 40 points in the fourth quarter to Appalachian State this year as a defensive coordinator. That kind of makes me sad, but also kind of makes me laugh at the
0: same time. Come to App State. Gene Chizik.
2: Gene Chizik sucked ass. He, he, he just happened to land Cam Newton that's it
0: <laughs> or did the laptop land cam newton <laughs>
4: ah!
0: <laughs> and with that I, oh jeez, you got another one okay good cabra your worst best and funniest moments from this year in sports
6: which one should i start with Whatever whichever you want. you want it's thanksgiving brother all right let's start with the worst um i just got this new microphone at from five below and I'm trying to figure out if you guys can hear me. Alonso was like, oh, I you're good. clearly Good. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm like, okay. Anyway, so the worst. Okay. I live in Auburn, obviously. No, okay. Not obviously. Okay. I'm drunk and I'm assuming everybody knows where I'm at. Okay. Slow down. So I live in Auburn and we had this coach with Brian Harson, And I mean, I mean, for sports and football, I, Alonso and I and most of many couple of you guys met Alonso at UNM maybe and the the football culture here is different. It's a
4: they actually I, care. What,
6: yeah, what we what I feel here is what they feel around the world to their soccer teams in their town. I mean, I'm in Auburn and I go to CVS and they're selling Alabama stuff. It's so crazy here. <laughs> but long story short, yeah. the saddest part was when I didn't like Harson, and he 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 lost his job. I'm trying to make a point. The fact that this town is like something that unless you're living here, you you, you or you're living in a town or a city that worships and lives by their college football, literally football team. Their basketball team is really good here at Auburn, but the football team is is far beyond the best thing going on here. It's 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 an interesting point. So I don't know if it's plus minus, but Cadillac Williams is coming on, and he's won a couple of games. And we got the Iron Bowl coming up this week, and with the World Cup. Luckily, the games are on after the World Cup, right? For me, so okay. Let me slow down. Back up. The, the sad part, the bad part, is watching Auburn football. Not really have a good year. Not really have a good year. Okay. They they suck. They suck. They're actually acting to have a similar record as New Mexico State, and we might if they keep winning Arizona Bowl, baby. Woo! Anyway, oh, that, so, that's not acceptable
0: hit. in the SEC, though.
6: No, but for any MSU fans, we're okay. <laughs> the best part, the World Cup. Alonso mentioned the World Cup. And guys, and Alonso said he, he – I, I spent 17 years hearing, Alonso, I love you, but hearing not not the best things about soccer. Alonso didn't really like soccer a long time ago. And I'm, I love my brother. I know he's, he's paying attention. I can see him. You're welcome. Something happened. Something happened, and the, you yeah, are it drunk. Was Pat, it was Pat Lopez or somebody that that t- showed Alonso like look what's going on. Not just a bunch of guys kicking the ball around. Is there's tactics, there's shit going around. So the world Cup going on, and I'm enjoying these moments with my brother Alonso, with my brother Julio. Okay, I'm in the past. I couldn't do that. I'm like, okay, if I message my brother, hey, so and so is playing. He's like, yeah, whatever. I'm gonna watch. Um, Power Rangers, man, because I can't stand. I don't want to watch Holland versus whatever. Fuck I'm enjoying. This is probably the best moment. This R.I.P. Green Ranger. Moment. Yeah, the green, mm-hmm. the pink ranger. My God,
0: no, she didn't die. The Green Ranger slash White Ranger did, yeah, did die, die this week.
6: And yeah. some of my LGBTQ friends yeah. are really sad right now. It was but, bad. Yeah, it was pretty sad. But I guess it's a good moment, and I'm enjoying it. Alonso, I love you. I'm enjoying these moments. I'm enjoying talking to Alonso and and uh, Mike. You're in our email no not email text message text message threads i'm yeah. enjoying these these are great and i'm glad i'm enjoying so this is a positive i'm enjoying these moments with my brother okay totally different from y'all but maybe mm. personal okay but and it's my, social you're, you're hilarious i love i love no. on the text messages no you're funny i love it i love it but the yeah. fact that alonso is reading into the game the way i've been doing it for 20 years i this is great okay now, moving on to the funny part. Now, I asked Mike earlier, can I share a screen? Mike, is it possible to share a screen? I,
0: I think it's activated. I okay. don't fucking know.
6: Let's yeah, multiple out.
0: participants can share simultaneously.
6: Okay, hold on, hold on. Give me a second. I know you all are like, what's going on? So there is... Um, on okay. Make sure
0: you uh, shut you shut
6: down your other tabs.
5: Give me more of that Tiger King, baby.
6: <laughs> so a couple of days uh, yesterday, uh, thank you, Alonso. <laughs> basket. Uh, Mexico <laughs> played Poland God. yesterday and Memo Ochoa, which is the Mexican goalkeeper. Which is gold paper, my gosh, how many beers have I had? Goalkeeper Guillermo is, is Spanish for William Ochoa is Spanish for Ochoa. Okay, Guillermo. so <laughs> <laughs> so he had this massive saving as Poland. I found this video. And it shows a bunch of Polish fans with their phones out, ready ready to take a video of Robert Lewandowski scoring a goal against Mexico. Memo Ochoa, the Mexico goalkeeper, blocks the goal. You see all these guys going, ah, oh. in the background, you hear a Spanish voice going, ah, huevo. Okay. So let me see if I could share that. And please, if it doesn't work, let me know. There
0: it is. It's you coming up.
6: Cool? Okay. So now here it's we up. Go. Can you all hear the sound?
0: No, negative.
6: How do we do the sound?
0: Uh maybe try playing it more more than two seconds.
6: Right, wait, 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 Stop to share. Okay, as a former ESL instructor, I used to do this all the time. Okay, here we go. Share the sound. Okay, maybe
5: renounce Gen X and embrace Gen Z. <laughs> <That's online.
6: laughs>
4: that too. Watch the fans!
6: You're gonna hear a soft voice right now. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Nice, <laughs> nice. That's called a Mexican
6: dunk. Dunk. To my, to, those are those things Spanish. However, is like a very polite way to say, yeah. I <laughs> saw <laughs> my brother and Pat Lovers respond, react to it. So that's my funny point. It was like, I watch that video. It's funny. All these Polish That's a good like, one. Oh. You hear the Spanish voice going, however. It's like, hell yeah. Thank you for letting me go off on my, my spiel.
0: Oh, yeah. No, no worries. No worries. And it's interesting, too, you know, when worlds collides like this, you know, Poland and Mexico, where else are you going to meet other than sports? And I guess the UN. But yeah, no, it's it's a really cool thing. So thanks for sharing that. And in a brothel
5: love... in a back alley. Wait, what? Sorry.
0: What? Huh? What happened? <laughs> Jesus. I'm so glad Pat Lopez is back, too. Oh, my gosh. I missed you, brother. It All right. Smiling. All right, ah, uh, so I'm gonna round this one out, and uh, very similar to Cabra, um, mine, uh, some of them have a, a little personal ting to them, um, so I'm gonna start off with my worst moment of sports this year. Um, so over half of my life, I have gone to the Daytona 500 religiously. Um, there's only one year I missed and it was not during any of the pandemics. I think I can say that now without getting crucified. So, um, this year, my worst moment in sports was Austin Sindrick winning the fucking Daytona 500. I have been going to this event for over half my life. I have never seen my driver win the Daytona 500, not once. And right now it's currently chase Elliott. it used to be carl edwards after i took a hiatus after my carl? Yeah, carl edwards after my driver died uh before carl edwards carl edwards is still alive and well as far as i know and if he, he isn't please let me know and all the best to the edwards family but before that um my driver was a guy named Davey Allison, and that's literally how I learned of death at a racetrack in Talladega, Alabama, um, and helicopters and such. It, 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 it was the same kind of vibe as Kobe Bryant. Anyways, my worst moment in sports this year was Austin Sendrick. Why? Austin Sindrick? oh, why would you hate him? He's just a rookie. He's got everything to prove. Nothing to gain so far. Oh, my God. Austin Sindrick is living off of his grandfather's money. His grandfather is the owner of Team Penske, an international racing fucking conglomerate. Like he wasn't given every goddamn chance to succeed. And then you see him and it's like, holy fuck, is that Pat Bateman from American Psycho? Does he need to go and return some fucking videotapes or what? And then he just looks at you and he's like, you're listening to MRN, the Motor Racing Net." We're, oh, got it, guys. I've got to go. I've got to go call my lawyer. Something happened last night. There were people involved. You you get where I'm going with this. I think he's a fucking mass murderer. And he's an awful part of the fucking sport. He is more white bread than white fucking bread. He is just the most awful person in the sport right now. (laughs) He is fucking whiter than shit. Like I used to hate Kyle Bush with a passion like I would go off on half hour rants about Kyle Bush. Here I'm going to save you guys from that because Austin Sinndrick and Kyle Bush are going down the backstretch. by God, I'm pulling for shrub uh aka little Bush because he's the second younger brother uh, his older brother so, Kyle or uh he's so he's
1: he's whiter than white breads so
0: he's not dark just normal Kirk Cousins no he's worse than Kirk Cousins. And That's he's and he's Pat fucking Bateman, goddamn. Anyways, Austin cindric winning the Daytona 500 like literally crushed my whole entire life. That Just... would be like
5: Lawrence Stroll winning Formula One. So yeah, I feel, I feel you, bro. I feel you.
0: Yeah. Even though hey, we got an American back into Formula One in 2023, so let's fucking go. But I'm wait. saying,
5: like oh, no. everyone, if Lawrence Stroll won Formula One, the world would just flip out right the world would go berserk over that shit and so i i feel you and it's also like nascar needs to wake up a little bit and anyway
0: yeah and it just so happened that the daytona 500 went on grandpa penske's birthday too oh i'm sure it all happened by the fucking book morons what a coincidence yeah. Yeah. Just like all the guitar games and how they got FIFA. Oh yeah. What a coincidence. Yeah. That's a lot of yellow cards, but I'm sure the refs are doing a bang up job. I'll tell you fucking what. Anyways. So that's the worst moment. Wanted to get that out of the way first. The best. Well, no, no, no. We're going to go to the funniest moments because they're also FIFA related is um, the impending Budweiser lawsuit against FIFA and Qatar. It, <laughs> I, I, we all know it's happening. We all know it's fucking happening and I cannot wait to see two shitty companies duel off in a shit fest in open court. Like, oh, you're the bad guy. Oh, no, you're the bad guy. And it is just going to be so funny to every American, every... St- citizen in the fucking world who doesn't work for any of these and any of us who are not part of the 1% it's going to be rich people problems and somebody is going to owe somebody else a hell of a lot of money and that somebody is going to be FIFA and the other somebody who gets the money is going to be Budweiser and then hopefully they have FIFA celebration drinks where they just release a shit ton of free beer to us and I'll take all the shock top thank you very much that would be fucking hilarious
1: Can we do another like victory fridge, but this time do it for like a team that somebody cares about, unlike the Browns, do like a Buffalo Bills victory fridge. So like week Mm -hmm. one next year, just all of a sudden it gets free beer.
0: Oh, no, no, no. The victory fridge is just a fridge and on every surface of it, it just has a FIFA symbol with an X out and that's it. That's your victory fridge and everybody on the planet gets one off of this lawsuit. But that is free fucking advice. Careful, you better fucking hire me motherfuckers because you know i'm right on this
5: Ugh. careful boys if the bill win, the bills win we're all converts to the church of a and I, I just anyway
0: <laughs> oh jesus christ all right so the best moment in sports i've got two of them similar to some other folks on this show um and both of them well i'll end with a more personal one because it's heartwarming to me at least Both of them involve my beloved San Diego Padres of San Diego. My first one is the introduction of the San Diego Goose. The San Diego Goose. I'm sorry, Alonzo. Uh, Pat, are you also a Dodgers fan? Yeah. Yes. I'm sorry to you as well.
6: I just want to say that San Diego was... uh, Fuck no. According to Anchorman, Santiago means whale's vagina.
0: Yeah, so we have a goose and whale's vagina is what you're saying. I love it. Wait, San it.
5: Diego still has a team
0: yes yes I'm just the,
5: kidding I'm kidding I just, love the
0: just, just one <laughs> just we're aiming anyway. on god damn it but anyways uh my favorite you know my favorite broad strokes view of sports is the San Diego goose the goose that landed um during the Dodgers or Los Doyers, sorry, um, Padres <laughs> series in Los Angeles. And well, yeah. somehow this goose just totally fucked with one of the highest paid teams in baseball to allow. One of the other highest-paid teams in baseball. To be fair, to advance and goddamn, I love it. And we have an unofficial mascot. It's something I've wanted for the longest time. I lived through the Will Myers years. That was a great <laughs> shirt you wore the other day, bro. Oh, oh yeah, the fucking goose is going yard. Anyways, no. don't need win forever. R.I.P. Uh, Cancer. Go fuck yourself. Number two is. Uh, a personal memory from this year, you know, after the pandemic and such, one of the things my dad and I would always do is head out to spring training out west in Phoenix. And this year we did the same, although the timing did not align with when spring training was going to start. So we were like, oh, well, well, let's just go see what the fuck's happening, at least with the Padres, because they always have an open practice at spring training. And they're like the only ones, them and the Mariners the only ones who have open practice during spring training, who else are you going to make a more enriched fan with than during that time during preseason, right? And so we went a couple of days, and one of the days we're sitting there, we're watching BP, and that's one of the good places to get autographs too. And so we go down, and I've always loved Jake Cronenworth as a player, second baseman for the San Diego Padres. Oh, my gosh. I, I love this kid. He's just one of those grinders, gruffy, you know, just, oh, my God. He makes plays he shouldn't. But because he's in a good enough position, just a fucking grinder. I love this fucking kid. And he comes out. And I'm like, oh, my God, I got to get his fucking autograph. Yeah. And so, lo and behold, I'm able to hand him a ball and a Sharpie. I, I'm like, uh, what, what the fuck do I say? I, I need I, I need Jake Cronenworth fucking facts and shit. Hey, Mr. Cronenworth. How's Michigan going to do this year? He's a Michigan Wolverines alumni. And um, yeah, yeah. And so he looks at me and he just says, which sport? And I have never been more entrenched in a player for having that level of just brilliance about you. Because we know Michigan baseball is going to suck. And he knows that. But football, he might have a chance or whatnot. But and that is just the best answer you could have given after hitting dingers and honestly watching a couple of players get beamed by balls too. Um, and, and that to me just ah, uh, I was already a Padres fan for life, but I'm even more entrenched. And damn it, Jakey, if you leave, ah, uh, I'm gonna be so fucking mad. Yeah, yeah he ain't going anywhere.
2: That's meta. Well, well,
0: not this year. That's meta. It yeah. was awesome. It, it was one of my favorite moments of sports of all time. But now we're coming up on this has been a long segment. So let's go ahead and take a break. But on the other side of said break, the gang runs through our Giuseppe Stromboli. redo the week. Yeah. And we're going back to the National Park Service. And that's not giving away um, the actual funny part of this.
5: I am You're... so ready for this.
0: I know you are. (laughs) You read one word, and I know which word you read, motherfucker. I cannot wait to hear your response. You're listening to Plaster Negotiations, where none of the debates are legally binding, and Benner is not a part of this universe.
3: Hey kid, let me introduce myself. I was a friend of your dad's when he had no one else. I'll put the party in your life, boy, you know I can. To feel like
0: Superman. Oh, oh. Welcome back to Blaster Negotiations where none of the debates are legally fine. Finding, finding. There are beer involved. There is beer involved. involved. Beers is fun and good. We like beer. Hey Alonzo, you have something to say to get me out of this, right? Come to Illinois.
2: And now,
0: it's time! In honor of the phenomenal rebranding of a famous magic story out of the UK turned Italian-American bang noodle-wielding, and probably from New Jersey, Wizard, our next segment is the Giuseppe Stromboli Do of the Weekend. <laughs> hell yeah the premise is simple i give a scenario to the panel that happened in recent memory the panel determines how they would change the execution of said plan god damn it (laughs) that was really good just saying don't do the scenario is an immediate loss
5: redo this podcast anyway go (laughs) we're not
0: redoing goddamn fucking shit a few weeks back the national park service collectively looked at one another and said for fuck's sakes do we really have to tell people this do we really have to fucking say this that's what i assume maybe they didn't um steve (laughs) common man i'm begging you people aren't this fucking stupid is another thing they said Steve thought otherwise, as the National Park Service announced via a Facebook post that, quote, or that park visitors should, quote, refrain from licking, unquote. Licking what, you might ask? Trees, the parking lot, the exhaust pipe to their own car. All of those might each other, well, That kind of defeats part of the reason for the park. I think that's
5: allowed in the parks. I think that's maybe encouraged. That's why
0: you buy a tent. Buy a tent. But licking what, you might ask? What, What should we not lick? National Park Service. Banana slugs. Banana slugs. Unfamiliar mushrooms. Unfamiliar mushrooms. Or a large fucking toad with glowing eyes in the dead of night. So in other words, Benner's pet in generation or in a uh, dimension C, it's a giant fucking toad. His name's Horace. All right. You don't want to fuck with Horace. But in this dimension, you also don't want to lick a large toad with glowing eyes in the dead of night. Their words, not mine. <laughs> The toad they are referring to is the Colorado River toad, which excretes a hallucinogenic. Said hallucinogenic has been touted as a therapeutic element by the non-medical doctors of Iron Mac Tathen and Hunter Biden. So we're going to start off with the dragon wrangler himself, Jeremy. You are hypno in this scenario because let's be honest, they're telling us not to like hypno which is going to play out when the Futurama cartoon really plays out on this planet okay so you're not gonna lick hypno toad but you see iron mike tyson roll up into your park in an rv because him and his people are saying oh man you gotta lick this fucking toad man you're thinking i probably gotta run from him because he's looking for your toxins so jeremy how are you avoiding the former heavyweight Fucking champ who it's assumed has a full array of hypno toad tracking technologies.
1: Well, so I'm glad you asked. First off, I find it ironic that it's the Colorado River toad because there's no rivers in Colorado. There's no water here.
0: Yeah,
4: um, there is.
1: No, there's not.
0: Yeah, there is. In the southern part of the state, there is. There's
1: a river in Alamosa, and that's all of the water in the entire state of Colorado. It
0: goes to
6: New Mexico. Thank you. Exactly. And they
1: have
5: crawfish. There's also the animus. I think you haven't traveled enough of your own state. Anyway, go ahead.
1: I've traveled a lot. It's a desert. Not here nor there this is about Hypno So I think,
5: I, think, I think there's a fight being called out.
4: No. The mutual okay. combat!
0: No, we're not
5: in
6: Texas. <laughs> <laughs> go back it's to Texas. It's like being in Alabama. There's no trees in that. Okay, I Benner,
5: I saw you smoking something and I see your Colorado flag.
0: It was cigarettes. I-
5: I need to remind you, you are no longer in Colorado.
0: (laughs) Because they're cigarettes.
5: (laughs) You are no longer in Colorado.
0: They're cloves. Let's go. Oh, fuck. Cloves are illegal in Texas. They're just cigarettes. Honestly.
1: Um, So I've always given two responses. I'm going to give two again. And so for the first one, I wrote it when I was a little bit drunk. The second one I wrote when I was sober. The first one I wrote when I was drunk, and it made sense to me, which I am now. So I'm going to go with it.
5: Yeah, drunk Uh, first. uh,
1: So for some reason in this scenario... When we talk about Mike Tyson trying to find Hypnotoad in the jungle, uh, I just went straight to Predator, and I don't know why. But in this scenario, I feel like we talked about last week, my uh, Alex Moran Player of the Week was Mike Tyson, because him and Evander Holyfield are doing Holy years and basically just getting people super high with edibles. So I feel like Mike would just go super high into the forest. So if you're a Hypnotoad, you don't want to get licked by Mike Tyson. You've already got these creepy glowing in the dark eyes you got going. Just get some dreadlocks, um, cover yourself in mud, a la, you know, Arnold style, and then just fucking jump out whenever he's not expecting it. You know, a couple little three triangle lights going at Mike. Mike's gonna freak the fuck out and run away. Just full predator mode, and you're set. Um, so that's answer number one. Answer number two, I think is a lot simpler and probably is the more realistic answer here. This one I wrote when I was sober. Um, So if you're hypnotoad and you see Mike Tyson walking up, you're like, all right, Mike. So I'm glad that you came here to Colorado and this river that's clearly just dirt and sand now because there's no water here. Um, But let's talk about what you need in order to lick me per Colorado state guidelines. Uh, We have to have a spelling bee and you have to win said spelling bee in order to lick the toad. And then the first question is something really hard like Mississippi. And you're like, all right, Mike, spell Mississippi. And he's like, oh, yeah, I got this. So it's M-I-S-S-S-I-S-S-S-S-S. And they're like, no, you fucking idiot. That's like 12 S's. You lose. You don't get to lick the fucking toad. Next thing you know, hypnotoad, not licked. Problem solved. You're like, what's the second word? And he's like, I don't know. It's fucking alopecia. And he's like, oh, shit, it's O-O-L-A. And you're like, no, Mike, just just fucking go back to your trailer and go take some more edible ears, whatever the fuck you have now. Just go take more edibles.
0: Actually, the second word in that scenario is Mississippi. Mississippi. <laughs> have fun with that, Iron Mike. There's no T-H. Please don't hurt me.
5: There's no TH in Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Iron
0: Mike, I love you. I will never fight you. <laughs> I'll never want to. What if you have a list like me? At the That's what I said. Time? There's
5: no TH in Mississippi.
6: Mr. Fippy. I mean, come on. Oh fuck. Here Mike
0: we
4: go. Tyson, not <laughs> Anyway.
0: Iron Mike. Iron Mike. Not me. I said I love you, Iron Mike. I really do. All right. Pat Lopez. Oh, oh ah. I'm so
5: ready for this. All right.
0: Give it a sit. Give it. So um
5: Okay, I have like my choice and two honorable mentions. Should I just go with all of them?
0: Honorable mentions first.
4: Yeah. All
5: right. Honorable mention number one, send him a hoverboard to play with, preferably a pink one. All right? There is a viral I'm video. Sorry, was that a, a hoverboard? Of Mr. Tyson. Google Uh-oh. it again. I'm educating y'all. Google Mike Tyson hoverboard. Yep. If someone wants to share a screen, it's just it's beautiful. It's it, glorious.
0: It, it's up for shares. You can play it.
5: Mr. Tyson, I'm talking. So, uh, I don't know. Anyway, I'm 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 at Gen X. Someone else be the Gen Zer here. Yeah. Um, so Mr. Tyson is hanging out in the. It looks like it's a holiday video, and his kids are talking or children are present. Uh, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. But anyway, Mr. Tyson hops on a pink hoverboard and proceeds to try to do tricks and falls on his ass. It's KO'd, sure. KO'd by a pink hoverboard. So sending Mr. Tyson a pink hoverboard might just get you off the hook, Mr. Toad.
0: And, and if you send some of his edible ears too, that ensures uh, victory.
5: And that is the perfect segue, Mr. Stokes, to honorable mention number two, which is remind him. uh, uh, Let's enjoy this video, but okay. Let's enjoy this video. Yes.
0: (laughs) Jesus. I was was like, why is Alonzo sharing his screen? during it
5: is, time it is glorious uh pink hoverboard mr tyson falls on his ass uh honorable mention number two toads have no external ears therefore they are impervious to the most powerful of attacks that mr tyson has and so yeah that's just natural you know evolutionarily speaking toads have no ears therefore they're immune to his most heinous of attacks and number one, all I like right, that one. I like this, that one a lot. This is the most um effective defense against Mr. Tyson. Is you hire a, a group, a a, a a junta of pigeons as your bodyguards. And <laughs> Mr. Tyson is pigeons are Mr. Superhuman Tyson's kryptonite. All right. Said pigeon, pigeons will protect you from any attacks from all force and power that mr tyson wields he will crumble he will he will bow before the power that is the pigeon and you will be safe perfectly safe from attacks from the pigeon defense that you have so artfully secured for yourself that is that is that is number one um, oh man the
0: fuck first. these fucking pigeons
5: yeah, pigeons never hurt anybody. Pigeons are friends.
0: Pigeons are
5: birds are real. All right, come back here. I'm gonna bite your fucking wing off. Yeah. So th- those are my defenses to to Tyson's pursuits. I, I will say this: I have I have personal experience with Colorado River toads, having lived in <laughs> Arizona, which is the terminus of the Colorado River, mm-hmm. which Mister Phelps believes is a myth believes is a fallacy, does not think actually exists. <laughs> oh, he's coming back.
1: I just said it doesn't exist in Colorado. I, you can I tell me it in Arizona. All personal you want. experience said you toads
5: because they are they're very common. Tell me about
1: beginners.
5: And uh, my dog, uh, which Zoe and Cabra you know, know my, my former dog, former Aww. dog Denali, which is a giant bull mastiff, beautiful creature, she captured one of these toads. Um, in Arizona, and she proceeded to just mouth it over and over again without killing it, without eating it, and I think she was partaking of the uh, perceived benefits that Mr. She, Tyson is so fond of. getting
2: high as fuck, bro. <laughs> of,
5: of these toads. And I went out in my backyard. Oh, shit. She's just, she felt she, she, she's just, she probably felt the way Benner feels right now. She would mouth the toad and then let it go and then hop around. And then she'd mouth it again. And I'm like, what the hell is going on out here? And so then I grabbed the toad and I was like, oh, it's one of these toads. No wonder. And then my dog was high as a kite on this glorious creature which is the colorado river toad anyway excellent
0: excellent so at least someone's pet has consumed hypno toad that's fantastic all right benner you back in this dimension yeah yeah he's here (laughs) he's here he made his entrance all right um so you're the fucking hypno toad here how are you avoiding that former heavyweight champ With hypno toe tracking technology. <laughs>
4: Here's the thing,
3: you you know, I, you know the first couple guys they all came up with ways to fight, combat, or avoid uh, Mike Tyson. What they don't see is the opportunity, and the opportunity is we partner with Mike Tyson because <laughs> Mike Tyson, we embrace him. And we partner her because Mike Tyson is already out in the jungle. He's looking for the, for that horn toad or whatever. The mud toad, Rocky Mountain toad thing.
0: Hypno toad.
3: toad thing. Holy shit. Um, <laughs> they looking for the Rocky Mountain hypno toad because he wants to get high. Okay. The toad knows this. So the toad goes to Tyson with, look, you can have all the hypno toad you want. But let's take whatever I got and let's get it on the streets. <laughs> and we get the world high on hypnotoad because hey, hey, don't give me wrong. like Mike Tyson's—he's a questionable individual. Like that's—he's just got controversy throughout his entire career. He probably knows people in Vegas. Well, Vegas is where the hypnotoad drug is going to be—is we're going to start, going to sell it across the country. It's going to go by the street uh, by the street name speech impediments because that's what happens. You you sound like Mike Tyson when you get on this
4: shit. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh lord <laughs> Of course what? You know And so then You know we're gonna The new, the new drug king things The new Breaking Bad We make a hell of a profit We make Millions and millions Of dollars off The speech impediment drug
1: well, Mike is t- All of a sudden Your spokesperson <laughs> I don't
3: know, But he is But here's the true But there's a true purpose Behind this The tune Has a back Has a secret plan because he gets 80% of the profits. Mike Tyson gets 20 It's an extraordinary deal. We have no idea how these percentages work in drug world.
2: <laughs> but we do now!
1: Is that what the seventh dimension's called? Drug world? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Oh,
3: yes. Yes, it is.
1: But the hydro-
0: sobriety is the only drug there.
3: <laughs> Absolutely. Exactly. But, like I said... The Hypnotoad has a plan.
4: <laughs>
0: By the way, folks, welcome to the seventh dimension. Because there I is can't. no sobriety I can't.
4: here.
2: <laughs> 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 start Lappy, I can't hold it back.
0: <laughs> oh. oh, fuck. So somehow this 80-20 split that literally every American who's watched one crime show knows of <laughs> has just been revealed the better. Please continue with this master plan. <laughs> you're, you're, you're on mute. Alright,
3: my bad. That Hypnotoad, There's... he's going to take his profits and he's going to build an army because once again, as an a member of the Animal Kingdom <laughs> on this podcast, we will free our reptile brothers and take over the world.
4: Viva la not
3: Four
2: weeks in a row for every
0: where an fucking time every, I've every, the I have
1: consistency.
0: Every fucking oh. time we do this and an animals involved, it's Animal Farm.
5: Every fucking time.
0: That's an Animal Farm.
5: because That's because Big Brother is watching this shit. <laughs> you
0: you said we had viewers.
5: Fucking I didn't man. believe
4: you.
0: We have <laughs> one. It's Big Brother. <laughs> Wait, we yeah. have we have more than one less than a number i'm not gonna say um (laughs) shit thank you better please give the seventh dimension our best cabra how are you handling this situation as hypno toad trying to fight off
6: well i'm listening to everybody talk and i keep i'm I'm just everyone keeps keeps telling me that my microphone this is a ten dollar microphone i bought on your your money you're good we got
0: you
6: we got you bro that's fine that's fine. I mean, Don't worry about it. I mean, I mean. Like, Mocha, get away. My daughter is here. Anyway, so I'm hearing I'm I'm hearing all this stuff. And I'm thinking about how the I mean, I read everything. I, I prepared for today. And I'm like, hypnotodes, German Vermont, World War II, methamphetamines. Did y'all know? One of the reasons why the German Wehrmacht was able to take over Ger- or France and almost conquer Russia, because they were on methamphetamines, bro.
4: Mm-hmm.
6: They were yeah. on drugs, man. They yeah. were given chocolate with drugs. Mm-hmm. They would take him on. These guys were like, their eyes were red and would just conquer. We laughed. I've heard guys laugh at France and Russia. When you got roided up guys running through, no, no fear, it's crazy.
0: Yeah, same thing with that's, Japan with the suicide bombers.
6: That's that's another story. That's yeah. another story, man. But I'm 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 listening. I'm having a great time, and I'm thinking about like, oh my god, these these, these frogs, these these these. What are we? What, what can I say that Patrick Lopez and everybody else that hasn't said yet? I'm like, okay. I'll throw in some World War II crap. Guess that's all I know. <laughs> there you go.
2: <laughs> Give them to the special fucking Rangers, bro. Give them special. Attaboy. I mean
6: the the, the, the Vermouth, they were they were high on meth. Meth. And if you Google, I'm not gonna obviously I'm gonna show if this is a this is a, a audio thing, but you could Google they had they gave out it was probably their rations, they gave out chocolate with meth. And the and the German sh- soldiers would take it, man, they would they would fight day and night. They would fight day and night. It's crazy. Now, in regard to Mike Tyson and everything going on, <laughs> it's funny because I had everything planned out. Now that it's my turn, I'm like, oh, what, what was I going to say? I don't <laughs> remember what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm lying. I'm, I'm, not, no, I'm not lying. I'm like, I heard Pat Lopez. Everyone's got to give me something like, okay, I'm going to talk about German Vermont, blah, 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 blah. And right now, I'm at a blank. I'm at a blank. But the the idea of of the the national parks saying don't lick frogs. It's kind of like when you get buy a, a dry, uh, uh, guys look at what you, whenever you buy something from any store, it's like do not place this this machine, this microwave, this hair dryer in the water. It kind of tells you where we are as a, as a, as a nation. Where like, well, you have to tell us don't do something because like mm-hmm. hey hey patrick you just bought a microwave don't put it in the water and jump in it oh i got shocked i'm gonna sue walmart
2: <laughs>
6: yeah <laughs> no, i'm well, not lying it's the,
2: it's the latest tick tock trend jump in jump in the water with a microwave hair
6: dryers mm-hmm. if you get it my i mean I, i'm assuming most of us have been around the, the 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 opposite sex there's a hair, hair dryer in the house Eight percent alcohol makes me say hair dryer, hail, hail, dryer, and milkshake. Milkshake, hair dryer. say? What does it say? Bacabre, what you what could probably enter in
1: the Mike Tyson spelling bee.
4: <laughs> me None of us, us would that. win this. <laughs> <Yeah. H-A-I.
6: laughs> if you buy a hair dryer, what does it say? Warning: <laughs> Do not place in water.
0: Yeah, don't yeet it into a fucking bathtub.
5: this is the same national park service that's had to say don't jump in the boiling geyser at yellowstone and don't approach the angry bison okay so like let's just let's just remember that this isn't like unique this isn't special it's like don't walk up to the giant raging bison and don't jump into that steaming boiling pool of like you know sulfur that is the mm-hmm. geyser. People have done this shit anyway. Yeah, like, and they found like, a this, foot
0: this week too. So yeah, I they, saw they, that. And the
6: shoe. <laughs> is nuts. Now, this is where I pull my oh, I lived abroad. Card yes, I did live abroad. I Lived in Japan eight years. Met my wife there, and I learned some Japanese. But they they there's common sense that they don't have to be told. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I'm talking about? Japanese yep. are big on. I'm gonna okay. I hit my arm on the wall. Who made the wall? It's it's wood. Let me find a word company. I'm going to sue them for millions of bucks. They don't do that. There's, this, there's not this thing about, I'm going to sue a company. When you buy a hair... I'm using hair dryers because it's so handy. There's no warning of, like, don't put this in hot water. Don't put this in a microwave. But as Americans, we have to be told, don't do it. Because if we don't put it in the fine print, what happens? I, Patrick does it. Patrick will sue Whoever. Okay and it's crazy i mean there's a but, freaking it, but if passion. patrick
5: does it everyone else will want to do it there's a it's
0: trending tr- it's, it's
6: only like only if it's viral. viral go to netflix is it where's my where's my jet some guy <laughs>
0: pepsi where's my jet yeah remember
6: in the 90s pepsi had this competition and if you get seven million points we'll give you a jet the guy was like there's no fine print he sued pepsi for the jet Mm-hmm. I, haven't finished, I haven't finished the series because I'm on episode two, <laughs> but he, he's sitting behind the jet. I'm assuming he got the jet. Um, we have to be told. Mm-hmm. When the National Park said, don't lick the toads, if they don't do that, if they don't say, don't lick the toad, don't eat the freaking mushrooms. If it looks Whoa. like weed, don't smoke it. If they don't do that, they will be sued.
1: It's mm-hmm. Colorado Mountain, so it's all
4: those we don't smoke listen,
6: it. Why, I should be a lawyer. I should have gone to I could make months much, bunch of money, like, yeah, you didn't say we could have smoked this shroom. Okay, unless I'm up against my brother, I'm not gonna lose, but other than that, okay <laughs> I've heard stories i I to. somebody's like, it's raining, no, it's not, it's raining, no, it's not. Well, you're right, it's not raining. I mean he's he's really good at doing that, but okay, I'm deviating long story That's short okay. don't don't do shrooms, don't like toads shea, shea. you deviating
5: deviant all
6: right that allow either. me to ch- yeah.
5: allow me to channel please the founder of the national park service
6: as they say in italy by the, the bada our
5: our amazing you know foresight master mr teddy roosevelt who probably didn't believe in evolution okay let me just let me just that's I, true I, I'm, I'm him right now all right i don't believe in that evolutionary bullshit i didn't come from a damn monkey mr roosevelt there's something called social darwinism wait social Darwinism? what is that idiots die because they're stupid oh yeah i believe in that i believe in that so at my parks the parks that i founded and created if idiots want to go to my great grand parks and Commit suicide and kill themselves. How about, yes, social Darwinism. Yes, actual Darwinism. No, no. Thus saith Teddy Roosevelt. <laughs>
6: Amen. Just like Mike. Just like Mike Tyson saith, <laughs> yeah. idiot. On idiot.
5: that note, <laughs> Coach. Okay, so great Graining, the great Matt Graining. Seriously, you talked about Mister Stokes. You talked about. Uh, uh, Futurama being reality. So, at the beginning of that show, they have those banners that flash very quickly. It's kind of like the couch in The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. Right? One of those says, "Travel to 2020 is strongly discouraged."
0: I know, right? And I'm the like, "Simpsons oh got it again," even though it's Futurama. But
5: there, you know, so there's that. But there's also I I put in the in the in the chat right. So Dredderick Tatum, raise your hand if you know who that is. All right, Gen X speaking here. In the Simpsons, there was a character that was, and there was a Don King and there was a Mike Tyson. And Mike Tyson was Dredderick Tatum was his name, which is such a cool name, right? Dredderick Tatum. And he spoke like this and he was very soft spoken and he would like say thing like this. And it was like, it was hey, Pat, totally if you're making fun Tyson. of me, I mean,
6: I'm, I'm really pissed off. <laughs>
5: Nosotros. spell mississippi bro i never right so
6: m-i-t-h-i-t-h-i bro oh anyway no. so
5: uh anyway both 2020 is a year you don't want to visit and seriously if any of us was like speaking to a time traveler traveler the first thing oh, we would say to that motherfucker is by all means do not by any means go to 2020 Am I right? And Futurama yeah. predicted
6: this. By what, Dogecoin.
5: What
4: yeah. was that? 90-whatever yeah.
0: it was. It, early 2000s had to have been. Yeah. Had to have been. So,
6: all right. Big Zoe, bring us back on track here. Before you Big got- Zoe goes on, go to Futurama, watch Jurassic Bark.
4: That, that episode Jurassic
6: Bark. If you have a dog, you will cry. Mm-hmm. So I got to say thank you. Every time I watch Jurassic Bark, I cried. I showed, and it was like, if you have a dog, you will cry. Thank you, Alonso. Go ahead.
0: Yeah, Big Zo. Okay, so again, you're hypnotoad. You're trying to escape Iron Mike Tyson. How are you doing it?
2: Uh, first day, uh, we eat hypnoto- Shut the fuck up, dude. God
0: damn it. Get him out of here. Can we hey.
5: veto the ventriloquism? God, he's, he's just an yes. idiot. Okay. <laughs> supposed to talk shit. So 100%, 100% unanimous. unanimous.
2: Shut the fuck up, man. Anyways. Well, so similar to, to Phelps today, I'm going to have two scenarios. First, I'm not sure that I avoid him. Okay. Is he looking to kill me or just use my toxic excretions for its effects?
0: Toxic right? excretions. If he just wants to
2: hallucinate and not kill me, shit, I want him to find me. Whatever predators that are out there looking to kill me will have to get my iron mic first. He can take me home, feed me, get high off me, whatever. He and his tigers will protect me from whoever wants to kill me. Okay, so that's that's first. But that's always a loss because that just really means I didn't do anything. The, the, the loss is you can't say you didn't do anything. So the second thing I would do, if I have to avoid him, if he's going to kill me, or I just have to avoid him for whatever reason, I find a way to hire Kevin McBride to protect me. Now, a boy. I'm going to take you all down a little bit of memory lane here if you don't know who Kevin McBride was. To refresh your memory, Kevin McBride and Mike Tyson fought on June 11, 2005. Mike Tyson was supposed to win handily, but but McBride proved to be a worthy adversary. And the outcome of the fight left everyone kind of shook, you know. Even more shocking than Tyson biting Evander Holyfield's ear off. Okay, because that was like, what the fuck, you know, this or here, hey, okay, Tyson's supposed to win, right? Well, when the bell rang to start the 10th round, Mike Tyson did not leave his stool. He quit. Kevin McBride made him quit. Mike Tyson wanted nothing more to do with McBride. So here we are 17 years later. If I'm this toad, I'm looking for Kevin McBride with the hopes that one look at him and Mike Tyson will say, no, no, I'm going to go on my merry way and go the other direction and still don't want anything to do with McBride,
6: thus leaving me alone undisturbed. Man, they actually looks sober now compared to like two hours ago. Started <laughs> if you all remember when he started drinking the Everclear, were you watching him? Yeah, I was. I was laughing. He was like his head turned down. The I mean, he, was, he was struggling. It was like a carburetor. Yeah. <laughs> trying, to, trying, to, trying to take in the diesel when it's not created for diesel.
0: All right, Big Zo, to follow up, and I'm really surprised nobody said this. Um, I'm going to go with the immediate option and take the before-mentioned Pepsi jet and run it into Iron Mike Tyson's caravan game over baby how did I get the jet who knows why did I get the jet who cares coming up after our next break we have our Alex Moran player of the week nominees from all of our panelists except for Kate who had to go home earlier you're listening to plaster negotiations follow us on the social medias at plaster pod and stay tuned for more to plaster negotiations where none of the debates are legally binding and my god we don't speak english here each week we ask our panelists to find what we call the alex moran player of the week the criteria is simple we're looking for an individual who wants to live their best life the true pack of life all the glory none of the work big ZO, who is your nomination for the alex moran player of the week all right, so I'm going back to the '90s. I'm back to the '90s. If y'all
2: remember there was a a, a towel waving dude for the Chicago Bulls named Jack Haley. Jack Haley. All right. He was better known for waving the towel on the sidelines than for his play on the court. He's a career backup for the Bulls, Nets, Lakers, Spurs, Bulls again, and then the Nets again. Now I'm giving him this award for a second run with the Bulls. One season, the '95-'96 season. He played in one game that season. It was the last game of the season. He didn't even start. He went two for six from the field, one for two from the free throw line for a total of five points, had one offensive rebound and one defensive rebound for a total of one plus one is what? Two and one turnover. That was his entire, entire 1995-96 season with the Bulls. He played a grand total of zero minutes in the playoffs, zero minutes. And the Bulls won the NBA championship that year against the Supersonics. So he, and I, 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 for those of you who uh, clearly not watching, I put air quotes. He earned a championship ring that year with the Bulls for waving that towel and putting in five points, two rebounds and one turnover. So, Unfortunately, he passed away about a, uh, six years ago, seven years ago. So, Jack Kayley, if you can hear me, I respectfully nominate you as my Alex Moran Player of the Week. May you rest in peace.
0: May he rest in peace indeed. Benner, from this dimension or any others, who is your Alex Moran Player of the Week?
3: Yeah, so my Alex Moran Player of the Week, um, you know, yeah. I – I'm taking it back from the beginning of the episode. Uh, Jeremy mentioned the whole uh, number of touchdowns that Russell Wilson has thrown compared to number of bathrooms in his house. Well, my Alex Moran Player of the Week is, is, is a gentleman named Garrett, username Garrett lee 496 across social medias. He has had a series going all NFL season long. Uh, And the simple video is How long will it take Russell Wilson To throw as many touchdowns As he does bathrooms in his house This man has made a video Every single week of the season It is We just got done with week 11 You can see the pain in this man's eyes That we still That Russell Wilson still has not thrown 12 touchdowns this year But he is fighting the good fight And he's going to carry through to the end
2: Russell
0: Wilson. Yeah. Russell Wilson, you have to equal your bathroom totals, bro. At least Jay Cutler knew that because one of his bathrooms was always outside where he was smoking. Always. So that made his total bathrooms two, which is equal to me and I'm fucking poor. Pat Lopez, who is your nominee for the Alex Moran Player of the Week?
5: All right. First, uh, while Zoe was talking, I had he inspired me. Honorable mention, Antoine Carr, a yeah. Utah legend, all right? The backup for Carl Malone. And I, I can't even begin to tell you how much love this man got in Utah. He was just a cultural icon. He was even in a multiple commercials locally. I mean, the man was just living the life, being Carl Malone's backup. And I'll tell you this. Malone needed a break, throw in Antoine Carr. His Carl Malone's equal on defense, so that's not a small thing. But the scoring expectation was actually zero. So the idea was sending Antoine Carr in there was defense doesn't skip a beat, but we're taking a break offensively. And I think that's pretty badass, and especially when you consider – how beloved this man was in the fan base, and how popular he was, and how just a celebrity he was for just being a backup, just coming in for so sort of Malone can get a break. So I think that's kind of a badass back, you know, bench warmer life. But my actual choice is Nathaniel Hackett. Nathaniel Hackett. Ah,
4: <laughs> yes.
5: The um, you know backup coach because this man has hired a consultant to talk about timeouts and play calls on in critical situations wow and has delegated play calling responsibilities to the quarterbacks coach so he essentially at this point does absolutely nothing but talk to the press and stand on the sidelines and make faces well the team absolutely implodes in front of him and take and tries to absolve any responsibility for said nightmare of the offense. And has delegated everything away such that he is now impervious to criticism and critiques. And he can blame it all on Russ. He can blame it on his new offensive coordinator. He can blame it on this consultant. And even when the game was on the line and a terrible call was made, he said, we got, we got the okay, the all clear to go for it you know to the consultant he delegated to to the press saying my subordinate said go for it and therefore i did um and therefore it's his responsibility the guy i hired to make these decisions for me and so he is the ultimate backup because he is the head coach who I'm not entirely sure what the fuck he actually does at this point.
1: We just go back to the start of the episode for a minute where we talked about how Zach Wilson's now not even active. He's not dressing this weekend. He's the third string quarterback because he can't just say, yeah, that's on me.
5: <laughs> the Cougars, Cougar milkshake aficionado.
1: Yes. His mom <laughs> is a Cougar Let's milkshake. Lisa yes. Wilson. If you want all of the seafood dinners, come on our show. Not on the episode that Darren's on, though, because if you're on the same episode as Darren Brooks, he's gonna take you. That's not fair.
0: I I think that would be the most fitting end to that episode with our hodgepodge of it really would. Folks. But um but Jeremy, the Dragon Wrangler. Who's your nominee?
1: So I have an honorable mention as well. And then my actual so my honorable mention is White Howard, who this week played his first game ever for the Toe-Yuan. Tigers Um, so the nine-time NBA all-star in his first game in Taiwan had 38 points 25 rebounds nine assists four blocks which sounds great He was a player of the game here's my issue with it they had to come back from double digits down at the start of the fourth quarter because Dwight Howard was two for ten behind the three-point arc as a guy who in his NBA career shot 23 pointers in his NBA career nine-time all-star 23 pointers, 10 in a the game. There's a reason you have to come back. Yeah, 38 points, 25 rebounds, awesome. You don't shoot 10 three-pointers. Maybe, just maybe, you're not down 10 going into the fourth quarter. But more importantly than that, my actual player player of the Week, because as great as Dwight Howard is, I do have one that's better. So I'm going to take you guys to the U.K. for a minute here. So in the U.K., let's think about this for a second, all right? You're a dog groomer, and you're in the UK, so you've got fucked up teeth and a weird accent, which, whatever, who cares? So, you get an email, that's a little bit of a weird one, and it's a woman named Susan, and Susan's reaching out about her dog named Dooley. Now, Dooley is a burn now doodle which is a very weird combination of a bernese mountain dog a chow and standard poodle not here nor there because it really has nothing to do with the story just want to give you guys context to paint the picture in your own head so this email essentially reads to the uh a line of um i'm hoping you can give my dog a haircut because i've not yet found a groomer willing to work within the parameters that i believe in now you're like, all right, Dragon Wrangler, like what fucking parameters? Like it's a Bernese mountain dog essentially in England. It can't be that bad, right? Well, let's talk about these parameters for a minute here in the world of 2022. While I'm sure any groomer can handle the haircut, I'm having difficulty finding a groomer willing to wait for him to consent to each part of the grooming. He will consent by maintaining eye contact with you while you are working. And if he looks away, he's drawing his consent and you will need to stop until he grants it again. She then goes on to say that she does not want her dog being forced to do anything psychologically uncomfortable. And therefore he should not be restrained in any way as in leash to a tub forced into a cage because that would force him to conform to humans, which is an unrealistic expectation of pets. So, my Alex Moran player of the week is this woman named Susan who doesn't understand that saying, Hey, you know, I'm going to go ahead and chain you to a bathtub. Clearly, that's not an unrealistic expectation of a pet because you don't fucking chain a human to a fucking bathtub to give him a bath. How about that, Susan? How about fucking that? How about if we're going to talk about getting fucking consent from your dog? Maybe it looking away is the fact that it has the attention span of a four year old and if it hears a fucking squirrel, it's going to look outside. How about that, Susan? So I don't have anything to say other than the fact that as I'm finishing this up, I'm looking at Joe Exotic just molesting his tiger in the corner here in El Cabra's picture, and I assume that's the kind of relationship Susan wants with her doodle. Hey, Hey, what is is Zach
2: Wilson's mom's name? Lisa Wilson. Susan, Lisa Wilson is challenging you to a fight. So (laughs) you
0: you have one
2: week. You have one week to throw down. And if you don't, if, if you, you don't, don't Lisa, Wilson Lisa Wilson gets your dog, <laughs> gets your dog, you lose by forfeit and your record, official record, we, we keep official record. This isn't amateur boxing here. It's called you're the Cougar Count. One. Yeah, you're 0-1 and you're the last ranked person in the ring and, and WBC and, and everything. And the Cougar so,
5: Count rankings.
2: Yeah, well, it, I mean, we don't even know if Susan's a Cougar. I mean, for all we know, she's a fucking bear. So, Come
5: on. Like mother, like son.
2: <laughs> I don't know. That, well, I mean, Lisa. But Susan's the lady with the dog in English. It's called
5: learned behavior, Mr. Wilson. Anyway, <laughs> my question is, how do three breeds, three breeds, not four, not two, not an even number, an odd number, have the kind Five of... Is inner- outright. How... <laughs> Thou shalt count to one. Thou shalt... I mean, how do three breeds have the kind of intercourse that leads to one offspring? Anyway.
0: I don't know. My dog is four different breeds of dogs. So dog
4: four's
5: an even number. Four's an even number, Mr. Stokes.
0: Well, so you know, I guess two you know yeah. asset hounds just look and say, Hey, and then that's it. I don't know. Dog orgy is the answer. Dog orgy. Oh, my goodness. Cabra,
6: who is your Man, nomination for God. the
0: Alex Moran Player
6: of the Week? So, again, my first time here, and I, I, Alex Moran, and yes, Alonso and I talked about this earlier. So I was like, okay, this is something. And I know if Alonso and I, we talked about it, if, if it was either a month ago or five years ago. When we talked about him, his name was Brian. He's retired, by the way. And Brian Scalabrine or Scalabrine, Scalabrine. Brian
2: Scalabrine.
4: You remember yes. that?
6: No, this is old. Okay, my first time on the show. I promise, if I get this this opportunity, I'll do a better yes. job. But you can't do a was, better
2: job. You not, picked not, a This not. guy.
6: Was okay. He got a ring with Boston, two thousand seven, <laughs> yes. two thousand eight. Now people were making fun of him. It's like, oh, okay, this white guy, you suck. I can beat you. And he was like, ring it. Let's play a P11. Let's bring it. He played, people challenged him. And I I I, I swear to God, Alonso, you the one who told me you show me on YouTube or something. He beat everybody. People were like, I challenge you, you suck. You're on the bench for Boston. All right, let's play. This guy averaged 15 points in college at USC. I cannot, yeah. I will never average 15 points in college at freaking Southern Union Community College, which is down the road here in Opalika. Alabama, but people he go up there and he was. Like, I think long story short, he just people challenge him on the radio he shows that let's play. I'm 43, I'm going to retire. I'm going to quit. Whatever high school kids, I'm going to. I can beat you. All right, let's play. Let's play up to 11. A bunch of kids, 11-0, 11-0, 11-1, 11-2, 11-1. He beat everybody.
4: Mm-hmm.
6: And to quote him, I think okay. He was on a championship team, and I forgot which one it was. But one of the NBA players said, You don't suck. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're not going to score 40 points, but you don't suck.
4: Yeah.
6: You know what I'm talking about, like, uh, any, any of us here could challenge. And, and Alonso is probably the best basketball player out of, out of this group. He'll lose 11-0 because this guy, Brian Scalabrine, if you know who I, I'm talking about, you know yeah. what I'm talking about. Oh yeah, well, up and,
0: in up in New England, we know who Brian Scalabrine fucking is
6: baby Santo Santo Brian.
2: Not only that, but that, that he actually told someone, I am closer to the to LeBron than you are to me." Exactly. And they didn't believe. <laughs> but he's right. I mean, you know 32 teams, 15, 15 players in a roster, 480
6: players total and he made bank him Eve. Here we are still working. He's like, yeah, I made, whatever. 1 2 million a year. Whether more? Yeah. I mean, whatever. Brian Scalabrine. Salute. That's
0: To the fucking white goat, Brian Scala fucking Barini. Let's go. <laughs> the White Mamba baby. The White I mamba. love that. He was actually dude.
6: called him the, the White Mamba.
0: <laughs> I love that fucking guy. He's so good. He's so good. And like in the, he's now working for Nesson part time and shows up on uh, NBA TV and TNT from time to time when Boston's in town uh, for their games. And good Lord, he is so insightful. It's incredible. It's incredible. Good
6: for him. him. I mean, he
0: was the GOAT, is the GOAT, and tomorrow will be the GOAT again. Brian Scalabrini, let's fucking go. So earlier in this show, I mentioned that I'm going to break my one rule tonight and talk about politics. And and here's where it happens. And I, I think it's in at least a kind of fun way. Um, my nomination for the Alex Moran Players, plural, of the week um, involves a number of attorney generals who filed a lawsuit against the Biden administration concerning student loans. The attorney generals from Arkansas, aka Arkansas, Iowa, Kansas itself, Missouri, Nebraska, and South Carolina. My grow up state, not my birth state. I'm Can I to mention really that nobody
1: in those states goes to college before you
0: finish? Well, I think you just did. So thank you. So. Anyways, the reason I bring these guys up is this week, um, well, so to start off with, the attorney generals from each of those states collectively filed a lawsuit against the Biden administration and the federal government saying that the student... Uh, loan relief program is unconstitutional and by and large exceeds the, uh, presidential jurisdictions. So it cannot happen. An appellate court judge was like, well, okay, I'll sign off on that. And, um, so then that happened. And then a couple of days ago, they said, well, as the Biden administration, we're just going to extend the student loan. Um pause until june or or until this lawsuit ends so i i want to also mention with this nomination that i'm not hating on the attorney generals from arkansas iowa kansas missouri nebraska and south carolina arkansas arkansas them too i'm pulling for you I want you guys to extend this for another six years. Another six years. Ignore how much it's costing. Stand on your values and extend this another six years, mostly because I'm part of the PSLF program. And at that point, all of my loans will be forgiven. So you do it for six years. My God. I'll make up some fake election ballots to re-elect you in your states. How's that? I'm incriminating myself on air, and I ain't editing it out.
1: Dude, they don't have the internet in any of those states. So you literally just do it by hand, probably in crayon. And it. be like, <laughs> oh, shit, this is the most official ballot we've ever
5: gotten. Well, I need I need four years, but let me back you up on this. Please. So, um, look, I am not. Opposed to the actual values that the Republican party claims to champion. Okay. In the sense of small government, limited spending, all that stuff makes beautiful and constitutional, you know, narrow constitutional interpretation. That makes a hell of a lot of sense to me, actually. But, you know, where were these guys during the corporate warfare, 2008, um, you know executive orders just throwing money at corporations right right and the argument at that point was this money is going to go directly back into the economy yeah right right. and what actually happened is the the board members and the top investors just pocketed that money they pocketed it they They went on vacation they went on vacations they went on junkets and all this stuff yeah from a purely capitalist perspective, all right, there is no greater way to directly invest in the economy, to directly invest and, and inject into spending, which is the capitalist ideal, than to give the common man money in his pocket. That money that these student loan holders aren't going to spend on their loans what are they going to do with that money are they going to invest it are they going to squirrel it away are they going to go on vacation no they're going to spend it immediately what would have gone to their loan payments is going to immediately be spent on goods and services i yeah. guarantee it so from a purely capitalist perspective if you're going to just as a government entity, trying to prop up your system, your philosophy, if you're, going to, if you're going to spend public funds injecting money into your selected system, this is the perfect vehicle for it, right? You you give student loan, loan relief, it's going to take it away from investors who are going to squirrel it away. It's going to take it away from People who are going to just reinvest or, or just, you know, you know, like I said, squirrel away, literally squirrels, you know, what squirrels do. Yeah. If you do a corporate welfare scheme, that's what they're going to do with those funds. If you invest in student loan, if you give student loan relief, that money goes immediately into the economy. It goes direct. I mean. The only alternative is a purely socialist public works, like like literally, on honestly, it probably invests in the GDP more than a public works thing. Seriously.
0: Because public, it's
5: absolutely direct. It's directly injected into the economy and the GDP. So I challenge that like ideals and beliefs narrative on this opposition and say to you, like. You are full of shit because there is no better way to directly inject public funds into the economy than student loan relief.
0: Yeah, absolutely, man. <laughs> In a weird way, the attorney generals from those states are like doing what is right, especially when we're trying to stave off a recession. Yeah. Although that was not the intent of those guys. No, not at all. It was to own the libs because we need to own the libs. And like I said, I was going to deviate. So anyways, I wanted to end this segment or this show with something not written in the script. I just want to go around the panel and say, hey, what are you guys
6: thankful for? Cabra. Start us off. I'm thankful for my family. You guys couldn't see, but my daughter was here. Oh, we saw. Yeah, right. No, she came up, but behind the computer. When she wasn't here, she was doing her thing. And for many of you, you don't know, but like when she was born, uh, from coming from Mexican family, they they pierce the ears. Like the day the day they're born, they're so oozing from amniotic fluid, and they're like piercing the ear. And and we and I never thought about it. I remember when she was born, like are you gonna pierce her ears? And my wife was like, no. And there's a lot of on my mom's side negative feedback, like oh they're weird. In my mind, I didn't care. Number two, when when my daughter's ready, she's gonna pierce her ears. It's her choice, not mine. Her choice. She came up to me yesterday. She was like, Daddy, I want to pierce my ears. Are you sure? Yes. I want. I'm ready. Okay. Today it's not in here but we went to Claires and she pierced both ears she made that choice nobody made it for her she made that choice you know, what I'm, you know what I'm talking about now maybe it's a clash of a culture thing and I I never really thought about it but I'm grateful for today I'm very happy she was she's nine and she's not a she's not even a teenager yet but I was like this is a sign of you in the future being your own, you know doing your own thing so that's what I'm grateful for. Yeah, thanks, Cabra. Big Zoe,
0: what are you thankful for this year?
2: I am thankful for my family. Um, uh, particularly you know, y'all who who know, I had a my my daughter, uh, 14 weeks early last year, and she has grown. She's healthy. She's happy. Um, the doctors don't think there's like anything wrong with her um which is a miracle in and of itself a blessing in and of itself um thankful for great great family great friends the day she was born uh pat was with me pat lopez was with me at the hospital uh sat with me in the chapel we prayed we talked um and i'm thankful for you for doing that you 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 allowed me to just come down it was hard man that was a fucking rough day um a couple years ago we lost, we lost a baby um, to to a miscarriage, and so, you know, I, I I I honestly don't know how I would have reacted had we lost this one, um, and so I was I was grateful for Pat to be there, grateful for my brother Cabra and, and my brother Julio to answer the, the, my phone calls that day, um, for anyone who supported us, you know, and continues to support us. I'm grateful for all of you guys. Um, you know you guys mean the world to me you know my it's my family first you guys second everyone else can eat a dick you know so thank you guys i i I really appreciate everything you guys are for me are to me have done for me and um you know i i just hope that i can reciprocate in kind and um i'm able to be as good to
0: you as you guys have been to me thank you guys man Alonzo and his family have been through the fucking ringer. Um, and I really do mean the fucking ringer. So, fuck. Who couldn't be thankful for you guys being around? Especially young Mac. She's awesome. Baby she's Mac, great. she's freaking amazing. Pat Lopez, what are you thankful for this Thanksgiving?
5: The theme is family, and I support that. There's two kinds of family though. There's the family you're born into and there's the family you choose. And uh, I'm thankful for the family I choose particularly. And this group is family. um, And I apologize for my absence because of the intricacies of my blood family, but family I choose is these people. Um, and it's the, it's, it's that right. Like literally we all, we are, we are, we are social species. We're social beings and the interconnectedness is what makes us human. And it's not about agreeing with each other. It's not about, um, having the same opinions. It's about being there when people need each other and being there when people just need connection, connection. And I think that's what this is. This podcast is about. It's about making connections. It's about hearing out and enjoying the community. And um, that's living. So I am thankful for family, big F, chosen, selected, friends. Um, It is what being human is all about. And that's what I'm thankful for.
0: Very, very well said. And And not so great of words articulated, I believe, by all of our, you know, contributors and such. And you never have to explain yourself either, Pat. Can't be here. You can't be here. It's okay. We miss you all the same, bro. We miss you all the same. Dragon Wrangler. What are you thankful for other than the nickname you gave yourself?
1: It's a pretty great thing to be grateful for. Um, No, I mean, I I, I don't know. Moving out of the college level into the high school level has been a little bit of a weird transition, but I have a fucking amazing staff that I'm coaching with right now. So I'm super grateful for the staff I've put together the high school I'm coaching with right now. Um, All those dudes are are fucking awesome, and I'm so thankful every single day to have them. um, Just as, as part of what we're trying to do. And then uh, just Stoatsy. I mean, Stoatsy and I go way, way, way back. And Stoats is as much family to me as anybody. And so uh, just thankful to always have my corner and everything I do.
0: Thanks, man. I was going to say this regardless of what you said, and I thought you were just going to say I'm very thankful for the slopes. But – Man, that's
4: It's
0: been good. Well, well, yeah, of course. So – I was born an only child, um, and in any social circle, they look at me and say, well, what the fuck is wrong with that guy? Socially awkward bastard. Um, But the first person that I met and felt this way about was Jeremy Phelps. Um, He's my fucking brother. I love this guy to fucking death. So if any of you guys show up to Colorado to fight this guy, um, wait three hours, and then I'm going to kick your ass after he's done kicking your ass. Um, But what I'm mostly thankful for is Benner this year. Not because he's not here. He's gone off to a different dimension. He's told me in not so many words um, that the Florpians are uh, fucking shit up. Um <laughs> I didn't know what that meant. But uh I believe he's on a starship right now. What dimension I don't know. He he didn't tell me, but I am most thankful at this time on this podcast for Ryan fucking Banner. Because that motherfucker text me one day at the beginning of summer, like, you know, we should do a podcast. I said, no, I'm not getting back into media. I'm not, I'm not doing that. There's no way in hell you're going to, pardon me, convince me to get back into that racket. There's no fucking way. Well, what if it's me and Cade? By the way, if you haven't caught on, this is the story of how Plaster Negotiations got started. And I was like, "Ah, fuck. Benner and Cade, I don't know. Maybe I could go on as a contributor. Who the fuck cares? Okay, great. So here's our first episode. Stoat, you're hosting. Oh, shit, you motherfuckers. Why? Oh, my God. Why? Why? I don't want to get back in. I hate. All of this media shit, I hate influencers. I I, I really do. Like, there's no other word for it. I hate influencers. Because they always start off with, well, you know, as an influencer, I think this. And I never wanted to be in the same sentence as them. And then eventually they were like, well, who else should join? Well, McChesney should join. He was this awkward kid and in this class who liked hanging out with his professor. And I was like, oh, fuck this guy's going to go places. So got to bring him on. And then, you know, a couple of weeks in, I thought, Oh my God, Jeremy needs to come on as a guest. And then even though he's not here now, he's stuck on full time. Same That's with that. Alonzo. Shut up, Jeremy. Same with Alonzo. He's stuck around full time. Pat Lopez comes on from time to time and gives such great insights. The thing I'm most thankful for is the people that at the end of the week, I get to open up a shit ton of beers. Okay, I have to drink some Jepson's Malort. That fucking sucks. I'm not going to lie. Sometimes you uncork another bottle of wine. Maybe you're on three this episode. I don't know. Maybe I am. Maybe you're on four. Who knows? Don't judge.
1: you after running.
0: But what I'm most thankful for this year is this show and the opportunity I have to spend it with the people I love the most. And that, as they say, is that. And Cabra, goddamn. I wish I'd have known you like six months ago, brother. You would have been on so many fucking episodes, fucking shit up. It would have been great with that. Thank fucking you, I... <laughs> Tiger King background, baby. <laughs> I fucking love it. We That's should
6: we should, change,
2: like, we should change we should change many... his nickname from Cabra to Tiger King. <laughs> <laughs>
0: how how do you say Tiger King in uh, Spanish? Alonso? Rey de Tigres. Ray the
6: Tigres.
0: Ray de Tigres. Ray de Tigres. Ray de Tigres. de Tigres.
6: Tigres. Tigres. Pancho Francisco. Yes. King of the Tigers. Right. Frank Sh- Frank.
5: Shout out to the slopes. The secret slopes in New Mexico. Oops.
6: Which hey, Pat, I can actually can afford.
0: Let's go Taos. Let's oh, fucking go. Okay. Yeah.
6: Your backgrounds are cool. But then you can love. Okay. Whatever. <laughs>
0: anyways with that and all that sappy shit go chug another beer but after you do we thank you for joining us for our thanksgiving special i know i promised a turducken and and i said it twice fuck off of plaster (laughs) negotiations and again nothing we said was legally binding as always 21 means 21 designate a driver Drink responsibly, but above all else, be good people. On behalf of Alonzo Maestas, Patrick Maestas, a.k.a. El Cabra, Ryan Uh, Benner, Pat Lopez, J. Edgar, Cade Weilomon Jr., the 15th, Caleb R. McChesney, and that's not in the right order, Jeremy Dragon Wrangler Phelps, and myself, Mike Stoats, this has been another episode of Plaster Negotiations. Have a fantastic Thanksgiving. We'll see you on the back end of the break. And again, don't be assholes. Just be good people. For fuck's sakes. Don't make me have to remind you. We'll see you again soon.